Take two is going to be a little different. Shut up, Steve. The music. So the other day I was watching a, a video and some dude pronounced decals like decals. Do people really say decals instead of decals? And if so, who do they think they are? This is Geek Out Loud. Welcome to Geek Out Loud, the, the official podcast of geekoutonline.com. Who knows if that's a thing anymore? I don't quite have it decaled that way. Speaking of decals, oh, my Lanta. You know what? We're going to roll with it. Forget a story. Forget a riffing. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest on this episode, for the first time in moons, many, many moons. forgot about that. Derek Russell, ladies and gentlemen. Why didn't you just say you were in the drive-thru at the bank? That story doesn't work anymore because it's not on this recording. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say you were in the, in the fast food joint? Why did you just say you were at the bank? Making a bank and said, now you can tell that no, story. I'll set it up for you. <laughs> Knock it out. <laughs> Good to see you. Good to see Good you. Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> Derek's here. Man, you, know, you want to pull back the curtain on that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. So for those of you who are listening via the podcast, uh, um, a one take Glosson screwed it up this go around and uh, did not. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what is, is that? that noise? What is that? that is I don't think I don't mug. think your mug is actually ceramic. I think. Okay, that's I think what that's it what's is. going it's on. It's my problem. It's your. It's got to be your. It's got to be your bull. It's got to be your mother. Um, uh, Derek's minion Tim said, "Good to see you." Oh, hey Tim. Yeah, but he spelled it. No, he didn't. That's just a smudge on my thing. I thought he spelled it M I N J O N. Tim. He spelled it like mignon. <laughs> Did I tell you I killed a minion? Well, welcome to the show. We'll put a pin in that and come yeah. back to it. No, go ahead. No, it's I killed a minion. That's the end of it. How? Well, you know what? <clears throat> so. Let's do the what are the what are the reporters' questions? Uh-huh. When? Uh-huh. Where? Last month. Where? No, it's December now. Two months ago. How? Uh, with a car. And why? Manslaughter. Minion slaughter. Oh, I should have called it minion slaughter. <laughs> what the <sighs> wait a minute. All right. Let's start over. Okay. The reporters' questions. What okay. are they? Who? Who? Minion. Who, you did this. I did it. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Uh, what? A minion. A minion. 
Where? Boston. No, we were in Newark. Oh. New Jersey. New Jer- well, minions die there every day. <laughs> it's an epidemic. Let's be honest. It all, an of epidemic. all types. Yeah. 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 So what happened? I rented a car. We've become there's become this annual trip with welcome, long time. But real quick, welcome to the show, Derek. Th- I'm Russell. so glad to be here. Thank yeah, you. Thank for you for, me. for your being. There's there's become this annual, and it kind of came out. Wait of a minute. The, the, okay, welcome sorry. to the show, manslaughterer, <laughs> minion, minion slaughterer, slaughter. the, the killer of minions. Is that the name of the episode? Destroyer of minions. <laughs> Somebody better bring a pizza. Somebody better bring a pizza. There's become this this yearly outing with the guys that helped with the live bag shows. Robin, mm-hmm. Robin right. Bird, yes. Frank Ramblings, yes. the Jasons, Graham. We've we Atlanta. We did that first year. Then we did Los Angeles. <laughs> um, we went to Vancouver for the third year. We didn't yeah. do a show, but we just we went to <laughs> Kent Farm. Hey guys, and, let's act like we're doing a show. Yeah, but everything but well, a show. We've just because it's just become this yearly trip right. for us. Y'all where become we go friends. for a week. Yeah. yeah, where we go for a week and, and get to see each other. How happy is Robin? It's fantastic. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I love Robin. I mean, so much. he's just. I love. Remember, Robin. he used to be the butt of a lot of jokes. God love and, him. And unfairly. Yeah. Unfairly. Yeah. Now he's earned them, but no, no, I love Robin. Um, so this year we went to we, we um, Frank had a baby uh, just recently. Congratulations, Fourth of July, Fourth wow. of July baby. They named her Independence. That's not true. Um, <laughs> I was like, must not make a comment. I was like, it's a child, it's a real person. Keep it down. Uh, fireworks rambling. No, she's freedom. She's. she's <laughs> But we love her. Fireworks but anyway, rambling. he wasn't going to be able. Fireworks to... rambling is a great wrestling name, no. by the way. Well, it's right up there with Rickman suicide. From parts unknown, <laughs> he's broken in half. Yes. Fireworks <laughs> rambling. Um, we went to Boston this year because Frank lives up that way, and he wasn't going to be able to join us. So we thought we'd go and kind of road trip a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I rented a car for all of us. And they didn't give me the car I rented. They gave me uh, a boat, uh, literally. Uh, it, was a, it was a Chevy. Um, I mean, it was a Tahoe or a Suburban, whichever okay. the longer one was. That'd be a... T- uh, I think it was a Suburban. I can't suburban. remember. It was a <clears throat> Z71 a package. Yeah. Brand new. Mm. I think it had maybe 4,000 miles on it. This, the, I couldn't see over it. I mean, the tires were as tall as I was. They were like, this is all we have. Well, it was that or a brand new BMW SUV, which was an additional $300 Okay, a day. right. That we'll take the Suburban. So, yeah. yeah. So something that was going to fit us all, we had to have this. I didn't have that car 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I picked Bolton up, picked Jason Bolton up, and everybody else is delayed by a few hours. So I need to make a confession. Please do. <clears throat> when you say Jason Bolton. You know Jason Bolton. That's not super clerk. That that's Jason Spencer, right? Yeah, you do. Who is you Jason do. Bolton? Oh, oh, that breaks my heart. I'm sorry. I know that Bolton I, made so much shoe artwork and logos for us gotcha, back in the day. Gotcha. Okay, that's fine. I knew I was supposed to know him. You do, right? You do. I do. You're hey, just, Jason, you've gotten old. Look at the silver in our beards, dude. It's been a minute. I'm I am a I'm a silver. I'm turning into a silver fox. I've had to tell. Well, that's a big old fox, by the way. Big fox. It's a big fox. It's a beaver. Um, <laughs> so I pick Bolton up. We're leaving the airport. We're gonna go to like a pub and and have mm-hmm. lunch and mm-hmm. wait on everybody. I go down in this parking garage. 
It's dark as hell. Excuse me. Heck. And it's not going to take it anymore. It's not going to take it anymore. <laughs> it's all 90 degree right turns down there. Yeah. Yellow pole. Oh, no. Oh. I mean, we couldn't see it. Did you get the insurance on the rental? Well, I did. So you had too much SUV was the problem. It's too much SUV. Yeah. yeah. How do we get on this? You killed a minion. You this said. is what it looked like. Right. Okay. What it gotcha. Like. So when you're so you're driving. Yellow. So now you're driving around with this big old yellow streak uh, down the side of this thing. I mean, I look like Big Bird was hitchhiking in the Muppet <laughs> movie, and I mowed him down. I'm going out to New York back. to get into public broadcasting. No, not the with heck me. You are not with me. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna paint you blue and I put got you his in a thumb. cage. Oh my gosh! Oh, it got dark you quick. Just brought it down. That's darker than killing can a we, minion. Can we talk about that for Follow a second? Follow the bird. There, few things I need to say. Fantastic movie. There, there are some things I wanted to go off on either okay. way, but let's start with Follow That Bird. Let's get into of it. Of all the things to do in a in a in a movie based on characters from Sesame Street, the youngest demographic of Muppets, by the way, you you kidnapped him and put painted him blue and put him in a in a cage and made him sing a sad song. The, the, what I, was it about the 80s where they like, let's traumatize children with these movies? I mean, that and E.T. and the Plastics, why I'm still in therapy. Let's kill Optimus Prime while we're at it. Yeah, that didn't matter. Well, not to you. <laughs> <laughs> they've seen Harrison, they've seen Han Solo in, in Carbonite. Let's uh, let's see what else we can do to him. Oh, poor E.T. Now, now, listen, my wife will come in here and be like, you shut up talking about E.T. She, she doesn't like She's it. scared to death of I E.T. remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't even play. Ow. <laughs> so the other thing is, I want to okay. go back to the whole idea of parking decks, parking garages. Yeah. Deckle. Someone. Somebody called it a deckle? Oh, well, let's work backwards. Okay. That's a dime and a nickel. Parking garages. That's 15 cents is a deckle. <laughs> deckle the halls. <laughs> Someone mm -hmm. who first designed parking garages said this is it, mm -hmm. and no one ever came and along they and never, said no they one ever never... came back and said I can do it better. Yeah, and here's the thing: I look it, at it, I'm like, it's like I could do it better. It's like toilet paper. I'm not an architect. I'm yeah. not an engineer. Yeah. I could do it better. That's right. And because, like you say, those sharp right turns and everything, these things were made when cars were all tiny. These things were made for Priuses. This car was a nightmare. <laughs> I drove it through Manhattan on the Brooklyn Bridge. With the it's big yellow streak down the side? Oh, gosh, yes. And people are like, hey, what you killing a minion for? <laughs> you sorry bum. This thing was... Six is, feet tall. Where is this car? Look at that car. That's I had nice no car. business driving that. No. I'm barely 5'10". How many car seats did you have in that bad boy? Just the one for Robin? I mean, good luck. <laughs> Soccer mom. <laughs> It was it was it was a great trip, but I really I really got it off to the right start. Twenty minutes into it, let's, man, let's just put that well, out there now. It's good. Also, who stop? Okay, no, oh, I'm. I want my brother to stop texting me right now. Turn your phone off. Well, my my watch is the problem. It Turn keeps your watch things. off. We're live. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to sit here and text so, you for the remainder of the episode. Make sure it's done. Right. We're in sure. the same room. We are in the I same room. I don't know room. if that's, that's actually been... I think that's, yeah. The, I guess it is because I said, here, look funny, at this. How funny, after all the years that we spent doing this, uh -huh. that it's still like... Like, this is... The fact that we're in the same room is not 
notable because it's been a while since we've done this. The fact that we're in the same room is notable because we almost never. It was never. Yeah, we were always. Yeah, Apple. Apple. I was thinking about, and this is something we should have talked about in the hot tub, but we got off on other things like a cocaine bear. Um, The uh, we used to when we did podcasting, Mm -hmm. we started out. Still do it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. It's still going on. You're in one. This is Galactus. Oh, he's huge. He eats planets. He does. That's what we have in common, our diets. Um, you had a good lunch. We when lunch. we started podcasting together, oh. we would be on the a phone. Ago. Oh. We would be on the phone and recording our own parts oh. on either end. And one of the things that people always said about us was like, it sounds like you're in the same room. Until that day, I didn't turn that darn echo off. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, of course, we got bits out of that. That sounded like you were in a big room. Right. And, of course, we got the bits out of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's notable that we're here together, and it's great to be here together, and I'm so glad that we are. Yeah. It's been good. Crazy random happenstance, yeah. but here we are. We had a lovely lunch. I mean... Just a fantastic Absolutely lunch, lovely. Lovely. I think. I don't know how it tasted, but it looked great. <laughs> it looked good. This is... Let me... Can I want to... All right, since we're here... Talking about lunch, let's let's go over something. I admitted real quick. live on air, killing a minion. They're coming for me mm-hmm. as we speak. Right. What's worse is I got away with. Let's. It. I want. You want me to finish that story? <laughs> oh, I thought it was over. We got we we fly out of Boston mm-hmm. a week later, and you can still see the yellow streak. Oh, from God, the, from I mean, space. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. We were like watching it, like, wax on, wax off. There was nothing to be done about it. What? He was really embedded into <laughs> the paint. The rental guy's like, I see that streak down. <laughs> So I think Graham was in the passenger seat with me. We get out. We Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock. You familiar? Of ancient civilizations. Of ancient civilizations on Netflix. Um, we we pull in the parking garage and get out. And of course, I'm holding my breath because mm-hmm. I've been worried about it all week. Sure. I got the insurance. It's, I have my own car. But it's insurance. still stressful. It's fine. Right. But it still sucked. Yeah. I damaged a car. A brand like, new that's, car. That's not fun. A new car. A brand new. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <clears throat> have your pets spayed and neutered. So. The saving grace. I'm on the on the driver's side, and I'm kind of not paying attention to the person that's, you know, going around getting the plate, checking everything. Mm-hmm. Graham's on that side, and he's like, "I think we're okay." <laughs> she was training somebody, and they were just kind of overlooking it. Like, I mean, not overlooking it, but it was like, was it just? paint worn off or was it dented did it get it was not dented okay. i don't know how it wasn't so dented. just really bad it smear, was just, just a whole okay. lot of yellow okay a whole lot it of yellow. wouldn't buff out no mm. um they didn't say anything a whole lot of yellow so we just got our luggage and left we just got and walked away so i kept thinking for days i'd get a phone right. call nothing yesterday yesterday this has been a month and a half ago that this happened Yesterday, I got a letter from the car rental place, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, God. We know you hit that minion. <laughs> if you ever want to see your family again. That's right. Um, it was just the toll fees. Dead voice. Mm. I guess I'm okay. Good night. Yeah. That's a terrible rental company. Look, I'm glad for your sake that yeah. everything seemed to work out. Yeah. But that's a terrible rental company. That is what it is. Wow. Wow. Where were we? The blind girl that was checking over your car, apparently. <laughs> it feels time. okay. It feels fine. No dents. <laughs> wow. Are these goggles? I love what that Graham's this? like, I think we're okay. I think we're fine. Everybody just run. Everybody just, just walk away. Yeah, just casual. Just walk away. Fly casual. Fly casual. I don't know. Fly casual. Um, 
don't look, just fly. So yeah, Deckel, I was watching a. I don't know if you. I feel like we were somewhere else in there. Know this about? Well, we backed up from parking decks now. You finished I'm the story. I'm just gonna go with it. I you can't. finished I can't. the story. Oh, you food. You were gonna. You were about to. I said it looked great. Thank you. I made the Deckel Thank reference. You. I shouldn't have. I don't know how much you want your personal business out on the air, but you ordered meatloaf. Ma! <laughs> the meatloaf! I did. Yeah. In a bourbon ketchup sauce. Right. But you... That's, this is just ketchup. You asked the man, is there gravy on it? I don't want. I didn't want it wet. And he said, no, there's just the sauce that's over the top of it. Uh-huh. And you're like, well, that's fine as long as it's not gravy. I didn't want it wet. You can't taste it. I didn't want it. I didn't want wet meat. Sauce is wet. I didn't want wetter. More wet? Gravy's good. I don't like gravy. Taste or no taste. I'm not a gravy person. Regardless, I didn't want gravy all over my meatloaf. Twas Helen Keller's car rentals. (laughs) Stevie Wonder's rentals. We had those. Both of these came in at the same time. You want to set me up? She was real. Real blind. <laughs> what is that from? Us. We said that? It's like a shoe. But uh-huh. um, I, I think I told a Helen Geller joke and you go, Derek, she was real. That's oh, a real blind. That's right. Hey, I she think was you real. got up and walked yeah, out. Yeah, that I think was... you left the room. <laughs> that's right. Tim could probably tell <laughs> that's us. Right. The, the shoe historian <laughs> that Tim is can probably is tell that, us. Is that Tim's deal? He's the shoe he historian? He is... You know how in... Now, is this Tim Costello? No, this is Tim... Well, I'm not going to say Tim's last name because he doesn't want me to He doesn't want his last name out on the... I I love Tim. The cape for Tim. I would... (laughs) There are some who call him... (laughs) Tim. That's right. I got Ed and Tim mixed up. The cape for Ed. I'd take a a bullet for Tim. Tim, but you remember how like in Sherlock, the... the, the Cumberbatch Sherlock, he had the Mind Palace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he could, you know, that's him that's and you. that's him with our podcast. Right. See, and I think there are more people like Tim out there. There may be, but but Tim's the only one I know that can get us like to the timestamp on an episode and be like, it happened here. Wow. A wealth of knowledge. Does that scare you a little bit at all? Terrifies me. Okay, good. That's why I'm so nice to him. Keep your friends close <laughs> and your enemies close. <laughs> and these crazy people no. that know everything about you, definitely watch out for I, them. He, he has become... We actually, when we went up um, uh, on this trip to Boston, we, we met up with him and got to have dinner one cool. night. He, yeah. he has, He's a brother. Good. Yeah, he's a good guy. From another mother. Yeah. To finish that statement yeah. off. Because, I don't know, we... we you don't want to skirt the line too much about that. I don't think you can say that anymore. Really? Yeah. Skirt the line? Yeah. Gosh, what can you say anymore? Welcome to our show. <laughs> Just be careful. That's it. Yeah. Just... That's good. That is good advice that's, for everyone. That's just, just be careful. Hey, just be careful, As everybody. As I tell my daughter whenever she leaves the house. Just be, be careful. careful. Yeah. yeah. Does she ride a bike? She does. That's good. Yeah. I... <laughs> Where are you going with that? Well... <laughs> I just feel like the kids don't ride bikes like she they does. used to. She does. It's you know, not you know, it's not the stranger things. Right. Well, I mean, that's how we used to be when we were kids back in those days. So we skewed off apparently. We're getting all kinds of stuff in the chat here. I, I can't see it, so I'll take your word well, for it. Well it's mixer.com slash goalverse. I'll pull it up on the printer. You can pull it up on your phone. Well there'll be an echo. You can turn, turn the volume down. down. <laughs> I thought about that as I said There's it. There's a lot of options. 
I'm sorry. Okay. I, what I really then like, I'm going to watch the chat. My mind doesn't. Here's my, what my I mind's not as sharp as it was 15 years ago when we used to do this. I understand. Here's what I ultimately desire in this area is to have. I don't like the way you looked at me. When multiple you said that. <laughs> multiple monitors set up where people can see what's going on when they're in here recording with me. Now, oh, for who's with you, right. not for the viewers at home, right? What do you, the viewers at home, right? Think? So, but. Now, here's the thing. How often is anyone in here recording? I just want to say that there's a lot of dishes being put up in the kitchen. Yep. And I just think it's hilarious that you're in here on a microphone on a Friday afternoon and your wife's putting up the dishes and not you. Well, that... Maybe you should have done it before you came in here. You're right. <laughs> I didn't do my chores before I started working. I feel the need to go Listen, put up the dishes I need for to her. remind you, she's listening right now. Hey, Haley. <laughs> she's going to get on to I'm us. I'm glad she is. Sorry. Um, I just feel bad she's putting up dishes and you're in here playing with your Galacticas. You say it the wrong way, too. I've got a friend named Lucas that says it the wrong way. I did it on purpose. I was thinking of Deckel. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I was watching this video. I don't know if it's you know 15 this. cents. I'm pretty much into toys still. And um, I have all my Star Wars stuff from this my childhood. It's a utility shelf. It is. That's yeah. some hardcore stuff right there. Well, it, 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 it reached higher than any other shelf I had. Yeah. And... Um, and so, and it gave me the space I needed in here without having to have a bunch of shelves. Well, yeah, it's good and, stuff. Yeah, and so, um, but Tron, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't, we made the joke. Yeah, but we didn't make sorry. the movie. Um, <clears throat> but so I'm watching. I watch these videos sometimes on like restoration, toy restoration, that sort of thing. And so this dude's talking about this thing. He's like, now if you want the decals, you do this, and I'm like. Is it a bit? Like, is it one no, of our bits? No, where... he's British. Oh, oh, is that a thing? But I don't think, was he British? Because I was, I was like, I think I could have understood well, it had did, he been. Well, did he have an accent? I'm trying to go in my mind palace and remember for sure. I think my point. It takes you longer to get down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was that he was British, but it just really bothered me. I'm like. But I kind of want to start saying it. I don't at all. I don't like it at all. It's decals. Do you have any Geek Out Loud decals? I could, I saw one right there. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere around here. I have to dig them out of the... That that's actually stuck. stuck to the thing. That's so we know where to put the cards when we would do um, wax pack Fridays. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back to the wax packs. Yeah. yeah. So, can't do that anymore. No. Thanks, COVID. Sorry. It, well, no, it, when everyone was home, yeah. like they all were like, oh, I want to get some old cards like I used to have. I'm like, I was doing this four years ago. Yeah, I got all mine. And so everything that was like, Twenty dollars a box. So oh yeah, like it went up. One hundred fifty dollars yeah. a box yeah. now. Two hundred, and yeah. I'm like, he's stupid. And the thing is, people bought them. Now they're not going to sell them for less than they bought them for. I should have sent you something. I sent a whole like shoebox to Jason Spencer during lockdown. That's fine. I mean, look, Jason Spencer is more important than I am. It's true. <clears throat> he does a lot more work than I do. He just um, shows up in my driveway like cousin gotten... Eddie with his RV, and I love it. <laughs> he's oh, moved he closer. Now? Yeah. Oh, he's where's he at closer. now? Well, he's he's in uh, Oklahoma. So not a whole lot closer. That's where um, my friends Justin and Angie are in Oklahoma. <clears throat> Realtor Angie and Justin Tinton. But he, you know, he drives all over. He's got this huge following now uh, for his Cemetery Road uh, show. He he goes around and does haunted investigations and stuff. Oh, I thought you meant and, like he uh, was a cult leader or something. Well, he is. Okay, and I'm in it. <laughs> 
I'm there. <laughs> I love it. I'd follow him. It down. is really great. It's great, but he's won all these awards and like YouTube, like wow. YouTube trophies and stuff for like views and stuff. Like a really, like really great stuff. Yeah. But yeah, he'll just show up in my driveway like Cousin Eddie. And he'll take it with him when he leaves here. Don't next think month. about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. think about taking her from me, Clark. We're taking her with us. Yeah. When we get, yeah. Don't fall in love, Clark. We're he, taking her he with us. He came one time. He came last. We went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm-hmm. He came and and uh, my wife walked outside, saw the RV. It's like Jason's here again. <laughs> can we <laughs> can we have a talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife? We we spoken. never got into. You don't want to talk about too much about personal. Was that just the gravy? That was just to get to the gravy thing, yeah. Is that personal? Well, you had meatloaf. I can't taste. I, was every... I thought that's where you were no, going No, no, I was it. letting everybody know you had meatloaf. Oh, I don't... Is there a problem with meatloaf? No. You I was just... At a I didn't want... Listen, some people... style lunch. Some people don't want their business told. It's meatloaf. I'm just saying, Derek, some people don't want their business out there. It's just meatloaf. Okay, great. I'm glad to know the boundaries. To me, the bigger thing was not wanting the gravy, but I don't like gravy. That's what I think is weird. But I thought it, you were about to get then into it's the absolutely covered with sauce. Like it looked like a pile of sauce more than meatloaf. But it there. was it was a thick. It wasn't like a wet. The gravy's just wet. It's, it's like just, a, it's like I don't know you anymore. It's just like a has, puddle. On has your it been loaf. so long? It's been a moment. <laughs> Deckel, I that's the new apple, <laughs> isn't it? I just don't like a wet pile of wet on my uh, meatloaf. I understand. And ketchup on meatloaf is better. I than can't gravy. taste or smell. Right. Is what you were getting at. No, I COVID, just, I guess but. I was kind of getting into that a little bit. But like, to me, it's like it was six one way hat. When I saw the amount of sauce on that, and I guess there's a bit I should have done at the table. I should have looked at him. Glad you didn't get any gravy. You um, want any meatloaf with that? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It, it was, was fine. It was an amazing amount of sauce. How was the sauce? It seemed okay. Okay. <laughs> You know, texturally. Texture's a big thing yeah. now. That's that's big how, thing. Yeah. Um, please keep having Derek describe things. Okay. Like what what did I describe? I don't know. Oh. This is Daniel and Indy. He's got that weird sense of humor. Uh what um it's a ten by ten room. It's ish. <laughs> you would so where are you being held, Derek? If you thought he liked Star Wars. Do you Wars recognize any air, landmarks? Uh, no. Do you recognize any landmarks at all? I'm, I'm looking out the, the tail light now. I'm in the back of a trunk of a Ford Escalade. We never talked about Afterlife, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Did we not? I don't think on air we talked back and forth a little bit via text We've got a lot of trailers to talk about. You want to talk about a movie from a year ago or you want to... I want to see what you think now a year later. Of Afterlife? Yeah. I love the characters. Mm -hmm. I still think uh, it suffered from the requel uh, fan fan service. Right. In in, In a sense. Now, just say that, when they showed up at the end, the three of them, and then Egon is in line with them. And that, that I mean, was, that I was, was special. Yeah. Especially with Harold Ramis being yeah, gone and that yeah. sort of thing. And now, with, you know, I don't know if you know this, Reitman was the stand in. Ivan was the stand in. No, I didn't for, know that at all. So that the, makes a lot of so sense. Wow. Now, and now he's gone, yeah, obviously. Wow. So okay. that, that means um, even more to me now. I just, I, I think in wrestling, there's a thing where you can have a show, uh, like a when you have your big shows, like WrestleMania or whatever. He's broken in half. There's a he as God is my witness. Um with a folding. You chair. can have a whole thing where the whole show's not that great, but when it ends super well, like you remember it just being this great thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that's what afterlife is. I think that it was okay. I, I it's 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 the same thing I have with like the answer they I guess they call it answer the call now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the like I like that movie a lot. I do too. 
I I think it could have been funnier, and I think those women could have been funnier. I think there, I think you had four incredibly funny women, who I think were underserviced by a bit of a, a script there. And I think with Afterlife, you had Paul Rudd, who is incredibly charming in everything he does. I think he had good chemistry with the mom. I like the little girl, Finn Wolfhard. I could have done without his. Yeah, like, that that was. And he then, was and there then, to he was there to drive a car. Uh, he was there for the stranger. I mean, he was the, right. the, that element. Now, the one person that I saw no. If you say podcast, I will rip you. No, no, no. I like podcasts. The, the no value in was the diner girl that Finn had a crush right, on. Right. She didn't really no, serve. Right. There was no purpose there. She did bog at the end, didn't she? No. Because he had to go get her out of the dog. Did he? Because they saved their mom. No, she comes out of the... She's the one that comes out of the door. She kicks the door out with the proton pack. But she got covered up by something, as I recall. It's I been, just watched it the other years. night. Oh, but anyhow, well, then you should remember. It's yeah, been a but no, that's what anything. I was thinking. It's like the minute they show up, it's like fantastic. And and Bill Murray's doing his Bill Murray thing, you know, where like the whole like I didn't realize this until later on in life is that the one of the genius things about Bill Murray in the first Ghostbusters is he plays it like this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like the whole like everyone else is earnest and sincere, mm-hmm. but he's the one that's like. This is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, that character was kind of missing from the female, from the answer to the call. And that attitude was, I guess, in the mom more than anything in this, in, in, in afterlife. But yeah, because Rudd didn't get to have any. Right. Rudd was not in it until he was in it. Right. Like he was, yeah. was dumb to it all. I mean, right. not dumb to it all because he knew. Yeah. He had and, the history. Yeah. And but. so, and so I'm like, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, I do like it. I do like it. But I don't know where they go from that I'm very point. interested to see what the sequel, the is Firehouse. Is there definitely a sequel yes, coming? Yes, they've, okay. they've written it. Um, the working title is Firehouse. Yeah. Is so Oscar going to come around in this I one? You know, that no was the idea. big speculation for the longest I time is no Oscar idea. would show up. Yeah. Seth Rogen. That was the fan cast for uh, years and years and Okay. Years. Well, I don't know. That's fine. Not for me. Um, we do have some trailers, Derek. Cocaine Bear. Um, no. I, 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 I was in for it. We're not going to do that. And this is where <sighs> I wish I had monitors all over the place. And I wish I had earphones for you, but I don't. I can come around. Mm, it's a little crowded over here. Oh, well, I'll stay put. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Drive all this way. I, come over here. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, it's terrible. Let's do this then. Let's, let's, let me. Let I've me... watched the trailers. I can, I can, I've got them in my head. Okay. Well, maybe I'm... not that one that you're more excited about. I've watched it once. We're going to do this. Well, I'm going to start with the least exciting one to me. Transformers. That's Transformers. Whoa. Well, I, I think, didn't expect you to say that. I think that's going to be... No, okay, let me say that. Let me take away the to me. I figured Guardians would be your least. No, I'm looking forward. I, I think it was... Of the three, I figured Guardians would be... Honestly, it's indie. Now, but, and let me... I'll, I'll explain hey! why when we get there. <laughs> I'm going to help you with the dishes. I'll explain... <laughs> I'll explain why when we get there. Um, <clears throat> but... Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm out. Yeah. That okay. take me out. Oh, here. Why is the, I can shift. You can shift? It's going to. No, you're up. fine. Mm-mm, you're fine. Apple. Apple. Deckle. That's still playing it. It shouldn't have been. All right. Cocaine Bear? So, this is the Beast Wars trailer. The Rise of the Beast. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. For millions of years, our world has transformed. But something else has awakened. King Kong. That's a robot gorilla. 
Peter Jackson wishes he could. Stand down. I know him. That's I'm Optimus Prime. I'm familiar. Prime. He looks shorter in person. Coming. There's a darkness coming, he says. That's because the lights are going out. The I like the design of the truck for Optimus. I mean, it's classic 80s Transformers. Who is the Porsche? In the original cartoon, Jazz was the Porsche. Okay. Um, but I don't know that that's Jazz. He does some stuff like Mirage would do, where he puts his own, where he puts images of himself out there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So, is this the seventh film? All right, you had Transformers. You had Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. You had Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Had Transformers: Age of Extinction. Some movies just need numbers. Right. Then you had Transformers Five, <laughs> which I forget what it's called. And then you had the, la the last night. The last night. Why do I know that? Because you're a fan of Dungeons. I never saw that one. And then you had um, Bumblebee. Then there another? No, this is seven. Like this is seven. Let them come. Let them come. We've just talked right over it. Optimus Prime's in the pandemic. He's got his mask on. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, so is Primal. That's a lot of Transformers. Yeah, I'm, which I'm happy about. The, the logo changes, too. What yeah. are all those? Who's that? Not the girl. That, that. I think that may be RC. I don't know these people. Yeah. That's cool. That's a cool little shot there. Is Wahlberg done? I yep. think so. I don't know. I don't know anything about... I was surprised when this came up because the last... I had a discussion with someone... Is any new Transformers projects were basically scrapped. They were done. They no, I knew this was them. coming. I had no idea. I had heard the trailer was coming with Avatar. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have seen that <laughs> in theaters. So you're really looking forward to The Way of oh. Water? What is that what it's called? The Way of Water? The is that the title? The Way of Water? Isn't that what it is? Oh, Avatar Way of God. Water? Electric in, Boogaloo? So, I'm not watching that trailer. Don't pull that up. In the 90s, it's The Way of Water. In the, I just wanted to see the title. In, in the 90s, they redid Transformers, and they did what was called Beast Wars. GoBots. No, GoBots were actually before the Transformers, by the way. They predate They predated by just a few months. So Transformers yeah. is a spinoff of GoBots. But no one would ever say that. Oh. Um, Wait, is it, is it a ripoff or a spinoff? Are they connected? They, there, there's, there is connectivity. There's there. connection now because Hasbro owns it all. GoBots were Tonka. And what happened? I had GoBots. What happened back in the day is these toy companies in America uh -huh. started buying rights to these properties over in Japan, sure. and they would buy. And so, with GoBots, that's why there's such a everything they, that Tonka could put GoBot on, they put GoBot on. Mm -hmm. So you'd have a cap gun that folded up into a, you know, that unfolded into a robot, and it was like this is a GoBot, um, and and you had different things that didn't seem to fit at all. But it was because they bought these toys or they bought the rights to make these toys in America from these Japanese companies. Same thing with Transformers. They bought a line called Diaclone. Which, now that I'm not familiar and with. So, and so what they did is they brought the... And Diaclone there was these humans drove these things apparently and they transformed into robots. You know, everything's a robot in Japanese entertainment, it seems like. You know, you got Kaiju and you got robots and that's what they did I in love the when 80s. they fight. My Big favorite, fan. It's my favorite thing in the world. Big fan. <laughs> Me too. Um, but um, anyhow, so in the 90s, to kind of keep the Transformers thing alive, they put out this show called Beast Wars. It was a digital cartoon. It was one of the first kind of digital I remember. I have cartoons and everything. I have a memory of it. And it was really neat because the cartoon itself was stupid. I didn't enjoy it. I just made a lot of people mad that it wasn't stupid. I didn't enjoy it. 
until the later seasons when you realized, oh. How old were you at this point? That's not important. I was in college. <laughs> well, no wonder you weren't in class. And I was talking to one of my friends like, oh, no, you don't understand. They're bringing in the original Transformers now. Because what you find out is is the, the Beast War Transformers were from the future. They're future Transformers. But they landed on Earth in the past. Wow. Because in the original Transformers cartoon, okay. the Transformers crash land on Earth, and they're covered up by a volcano for millions of years. Uh-huh. And so they go back in the past and end up crashing on Earth during a time while the other Transformers are actually buried under the rubble of that volcano. Okay. And uh, you come on Spidey? down. Spidey? Spidey okay? Yeah, Spidey's down. Um, and so that gets into the whole thing of like, we've got to get the secrets of Megatron. We've got to get this. We got And so... So it became this thing where they tied it all in together. In more recent years with the Netflix stuff and everything, they've done something similar. They've they've combined the Beast Wars stuff with what what's called Generation 1 Transformers. So Beast Wars didn't exist until <clears throat> the 90s. Right. And so now they've actually made a movie. Now this they're bringing Beast in the Beast Wars, Wars with Transformers. With the Transformers. Yeah. And it sounds like it's the same thing. Well, and I'm wondering, it, you remember Bumblebee was like happened in the 80s. Mm, I didn't see it. Really? I think so. I, I, think, I don't think I saw that or the Anthony Hopkins one. Bumblebee is... Uh, Anthony Hopkins last night. Bumblebee's not tied into any of that. You don't have to... It's a prequel. Kind of, yeah. It's almost like a soft reboot in a lot of ways. Um, but I think you'd enjoy Bumblebee. It's got that... It, I'm it's, allergic to John Cena. Well... What's I, worse is you can't see him, so I just start right, sneezing whenever right. he comes around. It's just, oh, he's here. So something's... Uh, <laughs> um, I think you'd enjoy it. It's it's a fun little movie. Like it's not going to change your life or anything. I like her. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld uh, from True Grit. Almost said Arrow. Uh, uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. Um, True Grit. I thought she was yes, in the, was in the True Grit room. Yeah. But I, I think I think you might enjoy it. It's just a fun little movie. It's not. It doesn't try to get deep into all the craziness and silliness of the other Transformers movies by the end. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. And, um, and it's just her and Bumblebee. So it's like, but where's everybody else in this? Well, that's the thing. Like it, it opens up on Cybertron. And so you see oh. like the big war of Cybertron and everything. Oh. And you see how Bumblebee gets to earth oh. and there are a few Decepticons chasing. Him. There's a great line in there where the Decepticons have convinced the army that we're here to help you or you need to kidnap. We need to get, find this particular robot and kill it. Because he's he's a threat to humanity, and John Cena's in the military at the one point. He's talking to the to the higher ups. He's like, you know, they're called Decepticons. Something doesn't seem right about that. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't think we can trust them, you know. Um, but and so it becomes very much. It has that '80s feel of like. Remember Super Eight? Yeah. Okay. How it kind of had that '80s feel of like a Spielberg movie and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. This tries to do that a little bit, okay. where you've got a kid with an alien that's a car, you know, kind of thing. So anyhow, I it took place in the eighties and I don't know if this is meant to be a sequel to that. So if this is in the nineties or you know, if they're still backing up or no, that's kind of my uh, the question. cars were modern. That's true. So you make a great point. But there's some line about the fu- a future threat or something, so right. which may would lead lead me to believe that they have come back from the future. Marty. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I had, when we were in the hot tub, I had a really good this is your cousin, and now I can't remember what it was. 
Mar- Martha Berry. No, that was on the on the way that was here. On the phone. I had a different one in the hot tub, and now I can't remember. But okay. it was I was pretty proud of it. So I was surprised by this, and uh, as a Transformers fan, uh, yeah, I am excited to see. But this it. is no, no, this is not your least favorite. You said, in, oh yeah, I'm leaving again. Okay, Indy was your least favorite. <laughs> well, I'm, let's. Indy's my most favorite. Okay, well let's save that for last, and let's have that real big discussion fight because I don't have much else to say about this other than there's some transforming robots on there, and I'm I, all about I'm, it. I'm. I thought it was funny there's no name recognition involved in this one. Oh, as far as like a star that they've yeah. announced? Yeah, that's interesting too. Like there's two actors. Yeah. There's that guy and the but, girl. I don't think we saw anybody else. Mm-mm. And I don't recognize either. We saw Optimus Prime. One of them. We saw Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. What more do you need? Where's Shia? Shia? He's an Indy 5. He, is he? No. He's dead. Mutt. We, we had to put Mutt down. He, um... <laughs> He uh he wasn't in the fourth or fifth one either, you know. Was he even in the third one? He was. Okay. But but Megan wasn't in the third one? one. The fourth one was Mark Wahlberg. That's the last one I saw. I think we found a transformer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say hi to your mother for me. Say that hi to the, your mother. Yeah, we did that bit a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last. <laughs> I never saw How's your mom in them. I think we found a transformer. I think we found a transformer. Yeah, that's the last one I saw. They're watching TV in the break room? That's why we're losing money. <laughs> What was the one after that? Uh, l- oh, the last that night. was the last night, and that had Mark Wahlberg, and it brought back like Josh Duhamel and some of the others from the from the I first movies that I, were in I, the I, military. For some reason, I thought there was another one in there, but there's not. I'm in the rare. I'm in the small minority of people that love the last night. I don't remember, and I love it because it's absolutely stupid. I remember that Anthony Hopkins had a robot servant yes. or yeah. something, Hot and I Rod. was like. Uh, I thought it was like Cogs, Cogs. Oh yeah, Cogsworth. Cog, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm out. Oh man, look, I'm suspension there. of disbelief has only gotten me so far. Well, in this and, that, and that, and that's where I'm like, I don't have to suspend disbelief. I don't believe any of this, and I love every minute of it. Okay. Like you know, sometimes there's just stuff that's like, well, someone's imagination just threw up all over the place. That was Revenge of the Fallen. Listen. Oh, you like that one, don't you, dude? When he shows up in Chicago and he's like, "We will kill them all." I'm like, yes. I remember seeing that in theaters and thinking, I'm going to vomit. That's terrible. There's a lot, no, not because it was not because of anything other than oh, I because just, of all this, yeah, which is kind of what that last fight looks. You were supposed to turn your watch off. Well, it's still bumping me. <laughs> well, that's a different issue. I can't help it's you from with our that. friend Rich. Oh, hey, he Rich. says, Holy Christmas miracle, steric on goal. Hey, cheers. So, cheers to that. Cheers. What is that noise? <laughs> That is not when two mugs... Cl- We've got our coffee here. Edna! <laughs> refill! <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, am I going to go see this? Of course I am. Of course Why you wouldn't are. I? Why wouldn't Now, you? do you know what the gorilla's name is? Oh, gosh, no. Get ready for this. Optimus Primal. Are they related? Yes. How? In the sense that he is a future prime. Which one was Nimoy in? That was three. That was three. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Um, that monkey's name is Optimus Primal. Primal. Yeah, at least it was in the Beast Wars. It was Optimus Primal. Well, that they're gonna stay true. And to you that. had uh, who's directing this? There's one? a cheetah in there that's like Cheetor or something like that. Cheetor. Right. What's it called? Beast War? No, uh, the Beast. Rise of the Beast. Rise of the Beast. Yeah. Put Ride of the Beast. That's probably a different movie. A Gravitonius Grape Ape says Rich. Uh, Peter Cullen back as Optimus Prime. Of course, uh, Ron Perlman is Optimus Prime. Nice. 
Oh God, Pete Davidson is Mirage. That, so that is Mirage. That is it's Mirage. not Porsche. Pete Davidson is Pete. Is, what is his deal, man? Has that dude just been the luckiest guy on the planet, or unlucky, depending on your view? I mean, he's in all those Taco Bell commercials. I don't want to talk about him. Is he? Look, is am I missing something? Is he funny, and I just don't get it? I think he's very well gifted. Hmm. But I don't think he's very funny. He's been endowed by his creator yes. with certain inalienable yes. rights. Gotcha. Yes. I think the universe thought, we're going to take your dad away in 9-11. We should give you something in return. Mm. Okay. okay. Uh, this is edgy goal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Dinklage's Scourge. Oh, that's cool. Peter Dinklage doing one of the voices. Huh. Uh, I don't know any of the humans. Is this guy the one that was in the Pikachu movie? Oh, I don't know. Was there a Pikachu movie? Detective Pikachu. Wasn't Ryan Reynolds in that? He voiced him. I oh, never saw okay. it. I don't, I don't mess with Pokemon. Hey, how about that Deadpool situation? I'll see it. Yeah. I just like the... Listen, we've talked... In our past... Past? Our past lives. Yes. Back... Remember back in the late 2000s? Like, you yes. know, before 2010. Okay. When viral marketing the was... early aughts. When viral marketing was kind of a thing. Uh-huh. And so you'd have these online things that would come up. Like, leading up to the Dark Knight, there was a whole... Figure this clue out to reveal a oh, pixel this picture. All yeah, that all mess. that stuff. Yeah. And they used to do all kinds of... And we would talk about... Like, we would have long discussions Man about... Man of Steel is like the last time I really yeah, remember that Yeah, about happening. like all the cool viral marketing yeah. and stuff that was going on and how neat it was. Um, the... Uh, I totally lost what I was thinking. What were we talking about for me to get there, though? Transformers. Transformers. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool 3. The marketing of stuff is a lot of times just as enjoyable to me or more so Mm -hmm. than other things. Mm -hmm. So when he's sitting there and he's doing a whole little thing about, I've worked on I couldn't come up with anything. Oh, that whole, like, the montage of him walking in the woods by the river. And And then he's just sitting on the couch like, I got nothing. He just walks by. And he says, except, hey, Hugh, you want to be Wolverine again? (laughs) Sure. Sure. (laughs) And then he just looks at I'm like, I can't like I can't fault that at all. I love yeah, and so yeah, I'm there. I dude, that Celine Dion video from Deadpool two, um, I, yeah, Beauty from Ashes, and I, it's not my favorite two movies, but I I like Ryan, yeah, of course. Um, I've never cared much about Deadpool me as either. a character, very me much, but I'm, I, he's, he's made me appreciate. The franchise more. I, the thing is, um, is Deadpool, because it was always in a comic book, was never as vulgar as the movies are. And yeah. so I think you could do without the vulgarity. Yeah. You know, and I'm not trying to be a prude. You'd still think, be fourth wall breaking, be, goofy, and without hilariously the, funny. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about that second movie, especially, was it was some of the most comic book accurate versions of characters yeah. that we'd been given yeah. in superhero movies from that universe. Well, I, I read a thing a while back that said how to tie all this in with with him coming into the MCU mm-hmm. and they and it was a pretty good idea. And apparently this has been backed up further because Ryan Reynolds has been interacting with a Miss Minutes account. Oh really? Loki, like oh, on really? social media. I didn't They've know been that. going back and forth. See, that feels like some classic use of the internet right well, there. It does, but the the suggestion was what better way to br- to bring this in is that the end of Deadpool two, he is you know, he's going back and fixing all this stuff mm-hmm. with uh Cable's watch or right, whatever right, at the time. Yeah. So he's creating all these branches right. that the TVA needs to come in and and that cut down funny. on. Uh, and that could be funny. Like yeah. that could be really a, a cool thing. So yeah. 
Um, I doubt I can't really see Loki in a Deadpool movie, but I don't know what they. Yeah, I'm so they're getting to the point now where we've we've surpassed my Marvel knowledge. We've jumped the shark in a lot of ways. Oh, too. so many ways. Yeah, yeah. The TV stuff. You know, you know, somebody in this room didn't really like No Way Home. Really? Very much. Wow. It was fantastic to see all of them together. Yeah. That was the stupidest plot I've ever... I mean, it... it what are you it's going just for? plot hole after plot hole after plot hole. Like, there was better versions of that story that could have worked to fit, I feel. I feel, my okay. opinion. All right. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to call it a stupid movie. It, it's not a stupid sure. movie. A lot of people worked on it and worked really hard on it, I'm sure. But I feel <laughs> like I was watching it and I was like, why didn't you... With that as a caveat, it's a stupid movie. <laughs> Having said that, I disagree. Dumb. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I I I do think there are plot holes. Anytime that you do, you make a big sweeping statement of no one will remember Peter Parker, something like that. Just at the end, there are plot holes just from that whole. What about that whole trophy concept. case in the school? Right. Like, it's just, there's, right. There's all this. Does that disappear? What about all the pictures on MJ's phone? Right. Like, it's yeah. Just it's, stuff like that. I'm there's like, so, right. And so you, which again, suspension of disbelief. suspension disbelief to a certain yada, extent. Yada, yada. Sure. I did not. I, it broke my heart that May died. Um, I, I, but the the, I think the success of that movie was how well they actually did the interdimensional stuff with, with the villains, with the other Spider Men and everything, and how that movie in many ways redeemed, in some ways, Amazing Spider Man Two particularly. You know, it gave it a little more weight than it originally had because Amazing Spider-Man Two had so much going on in it that by the time Gwen dies, spoiler alert, you're like, "What?" I mean, like it didn't have the emotional gut punch that it should have had. And I, I, I always kind of liked the second one. I, I didn't, I didn't dislike. It, it did, was entertaining. Listen, it, it has one of my favorite superhero moments of all time. Yeah. You know, we talked about that. Yeah, the little I can't talk uh -huh. about that choking up. You know. Well, and you know how I feel about that first one. That could still be a Superman score. Oh that yes, movie. that, that score movie, is wonderful. I sent you that that thing I made during lockdown, didn't I? No, I recut Superman uh, with the Spider Man music with the, the, the end of Superman Returns with the I, James with the the Horner. It's James Horner, music. right? Yeah, 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 with the Horner. Music I love that score. I was bored. I think that score outclassed Danny Elfman's. To be honest with you, from the oh, first I Spider -Man. wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, and and so. I'm not I'm not as anti those amazing Spider Man movies as some people are, but I do either. think that second one was just too packed. Oh, sure, it and was. too much yeah. going on. So that so when he catches MJ, and you know he has that moment oh, that was, where he has yeah, to, yeah. like to me it's like it made those things. Oh, way sure, it, it, I don't discount that at right. all. Like I and I loved everything Toby. And yeah, I, I just feel like the <laughs> you got a suit, you're going to dress like a youth the, pastor. <laughs> the um. Especially the villains' interaction with each other, I feel like just needed tweaking. Tweaking. Yeah, yeah. Those aren't the questions I would have been asking or or answering had I been in that situation. Had I shown up, and there's all these other people, mm -hmm. and a few of them are from my world, and we're in a different place, I would have been asking much different questions or making different connections to things. Like I just felt like it, they left a lot on the table mm -hmm. yeah. that they could have asked. The Thomas Hayden Church moment. Do you think that was just footage from Spider-Man? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting yeah. to me because like they, they went out of the way to not show really him the whole time, yeah. and um, he just same thing with the lizard. I think that actor I don't think yeah, was actually there not. for any shots. Yeah. His all voice work. That's something I was going to say earlier. Is is like um, I saw an interview with Elizabeth Olsen after Multiverse of Madness uh -huh. had come and gone, 
and maybe it was Jimmy Fallon or maybe it was Jimmy Kimmel or someone had a picture of John Krasinski and said, "Is this the smartest man in?" Oh, I saw that in the she world. Was was it not the Vanity Fair when she was hooked yes. up to the the? That's right. The and she was telling the truth. She's like, "I've never met him." Yeah, I don't know him. Yeah, and it was she was telling the truth. Yeah, they what none of the people were on set. Together. That's so wild to me, man. Like, and that and so we were talking about not remembering. So that's a whole other conversation. See future Tarek and Steve conversations for that one. <laughs> So, um, all right. Guardians three. This is kind of gut punchy in a way. Oh, they, he's going to attempt to rip your, we uh, don't have a lot of time. He's going to attempt to rip your heart out on this one. We don't have a lot of time. For quite a while. There are shows where we spent an hour breaking down a 30 second trailer. Of course. Still needs its guardians. I like that they're in there. Um, comic book we uniforms from mm-hmm. some of the later mm-hmm. days of the comics. Come on, Drax. Hitting that girl with the basketball. That's as good as a van coming out of nowhere and smacking somebody. Uh, Space Hog. In the meantime, such a good song. Mm-hmm. Where are we came from? Such a cute little raccoon. Is that meant to be a the Among Us? Yeah, game? probably. I assume. Pete, I'm done running. Is that dude the dude from the first movie? The um, no, it's uh, what's his name from One Peacemaker. He's the high evolutionary. Into the That's right, yeah. the high evolutionary. He's yeah. on that shelf over there. Oh, hey, good to meet you. He's the red guy. Oh, I see him. Hey, yeah. hey buddy. Adam Warlock. Crazy about Groot's design. Yeah. I thought maybe that was just for the, for the special. special. Kill anyone who gets in our way. No, not kill anyone. Kill a few people. Kill no people. Kill one guy, one stupid guy who no one loves. <laughs> kill one guy, one stupid guy no one loves. That That's just sad. sad. Yeah. Um. So I want to I want to talk about you didn't enjoy two. Let me remember. Two was ego. Two was Kurt Russell. Now look, am I don't want. Am I going to get in trouble? Look, am I going to? I don't want to get too personal. Uh-huh. Is it the dad stuff? Kurt Russell's not my dad. Okay, just say my name. <laughs> Tears in heaven. Um. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Edna, coffee. Oh my gosh. Um. Good night. I didn't know if you knew. Kurt Russell's not my father. Oh my Distantly. gosh. Distantly. Oh, Michael Nip says, "Fun fact: Rocket and Groot were never on set for these movies either." <laughs> Bradley Cooper has never met any of these. None people. of these people. Yeah. Um. Here's where I may get run out of town. I. I think. I have the same problems with James Gunn mm. that I have with Joss Whedon. The, not the later problems that I have with Joss okay, Whedon. Okay, so not, not the, the misogyny, not the, not the, not the horrible okay. person. All right, uh, uh, I think I think Gunn is a very gifted storyteller. Right. I I don't enjoy his world building. Okay. All right. Um. Now, a lot of the problems I have with Volume Two 
I love Volume One mm-hmm. or the first one. Sure. He took nobodies and right. made them household Volume names. Volume One was an amazing surprise yes. for everybody. So yeah. I get why two became so bloated right. to me. Yeah. They, I mean, but it feels like three movies in one. Okay. Because you've got all the the gold, the gold people, people were right. and 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 you know the ego stuff, right. and then you've got the nebula and right and nebula more stuff. It right. just felt like too much. Yeah. I, but I really do. It, it really is probably my least favorite. I will say this. When Yondu... Multiverse of Madness may be next. Well. I don't like well, it. Well, I'm, I'm there with you, I think, on that one. When Yondu and Pete are having that moment at the end when Yondu dies. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I thought, this feels a little forced. The, this whole father-daddy relationship. The whole time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, like a retcon Yeah, it seems right. And yeah. so... Um, I, I don't, I guess I don't know how much time was supposed to have passed between the first and the second guardians for one thing. Six. So, was it just six months, you know? And so, no, I think, does it tell us in at the beginning? I think volume two to infinity war was six months. Right. I can't remember. It's but the thing is, movies. I get right. Lost the thing is, the thing is, is, is the, the whole, we're a family thing kind yeah. of comes out of no, like there is a forced Mm-hmm. Closeness, yeah. That I don't know got earned by the end of the first movie. Gun just and I like Gun. Do you think though some of the studio stuff was there where it's like, all right, these are the things that we think work the best, and we have to have oh, this I'm in sure. there. I'm, I'm you sure. You know, so you end up like the music I'm sure stuff. K E V I N, the Kevin or whatever they call the robot in <laughs> right. She Hulk. I'm sure that yeah, he that became, he's like this yeah, must yeah, this yeah. must be the thing. Yeah. Sure. So I think I think there's but I, listen. Here's the thing: I'm not so in love with that movie that I get mad. I have learned in my life I'm not so in love with anything that I get mad when someone doesn't like it. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, tell me about that. You're I want to hear about it. Right? What does that mean? Well, if somebody didn't like your wife, you'd get mad. I'm talking correct. about something like this, like a movie. Oh, or a thank TV God! Show I was worried. You said yeah. anything. And well, I'm you just know, like, there's this culture out there that I think you Luke say Skywalker sucks, Steve. Well, I didn't make him. Oh, the vein in your forehead just. <laughs> You're talking about Rise of Skywalker, Luke Skywalker? I mean, no. uh, R- Last Jedi, no. Luke Skywalker? I like that Luke Skywalker. And you know I do. Get out of my house. You know I do. You know I like Last Jedi. <laughs> Just become a very... Oh, what were you saying know. about... You, what were you saying about not caring if somebody did like... What was the... I'm trying... Was? Listen. You're stammering. I, I'm trying not to go down the path of... We don't have time. <laughs> we don't no have time. time to hash this There's out. no time. Um... But anyhow, we're not going to hash it out. So I think I I don't have a problem with you not liking two because I do think two was much weaker movie than the first one. Yeah. And I think it's that thing of anything that happens where you have such a huge surprise hit the first time around. Yeah. It was like, okay, well, we got to go bigger. We got to go better. We got to make everybody love it. There's a lot that I myself as a comic book fan loves about it. You know, as yeah, far as... Yeah, no, there's stuff that I love, I, but I felt like it was also a lot of... It just became a lot of bathroom humor and yeah. a lot of juvenile humor. Yeah. That yeah. There was some of that in one, right? but it just yep. it felt so dumbed down. Yeah. I didn't really love the holiday special. But that's special. all of the humor. Now, see, I did enjoy the holiday special. I mean, it was okay. I, the, I didn't But that's it. all the humor in the, in, the, in the MCU since the first Guardians. Uh, I'd, I'd have I'd tend to agree. Like probably. the first Guardians was so successful and so good, they're like, "Well, this is what we have to do all the time." Yeah, people forget that. Like there was, con- I mean, Iron Man was quippy and everything, which is still my number one. Well, 
Holy yeah, Grail it's of... like I, it's amazing how well that first movie stands up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The tech and the CGI in that movie looks better than than some of the stuff later on for sure. Better than what I saw her flying around in in, in Wakanda Forever. I haven't seen Wakanda Forever yet. Just the trailer. So well, I didn't. The CGI. It, yeah, didn't no. see. So I think that Black Widow CGI. How about that? Right. That's, there's a reference right. for you. So, but I also think that you know. So Tony was quippy and everything. That's fun. But everyone had their own personality, their own mm-hmm. voice. And you could distinctly... Thor, the first Thor movie was funny. Yeah. But it was funny based on the circumstances and, and what was going on. Fish they, out of water. Right. They yeah. weren't trying to do funny jokes all the time. They weren't doing Ragnarok. And even Dark World was funny. And it was funny because of um, Kat Dennings and her mm-hmm. stuff that was going on. And there were a few other things in there yeah, that were quippy and throwing funny. Throwing the drink down. Right, yeah. And another and all but, that. But when you... But after Guardians, it seemed like everybody had to be quippy. Everybody had to be funny. Maybe a little of that came from the first Avengers. But even the first Avengers, you had some jokes, but it wasn't like... Yeah, but again, that's Whedon. It wasn't it, every it, other that, thing. That movie has not held up. I disagree. I, I watched like it the other movie. day, and I love it. I don't it. feel like that movie has Maybe held it's up the battle scene that I love so much at the end. I never get tired of I'm. A, that's my secret. I'm always angry. I never get tired oh, yeah. of Hulk and there's Thor stuff fighting. That's good. Like right. and it, there's merits, but right. as a whole, I feel like it doesn't. It it definitely feels like a Whedon movie when it's all said. Oh, and done. Yeah. a Whedon, a Whedon Well, and that's kind of where I feel like with Gunn. I feel like he. I feel like Gunn makes projects he wants to see. Sure. I, which is what I always felt like. Like Peacemaker mm-hmm. was guns dr horrible sing-along blog or whatever that was mm-hmm. i hated peacemaker i watched like two episodes i laughed keep going in nine episodes or however many i laughed yeah. one time i just couldn't keep there, going there's a great moment where he goes and talks to like a school class mm-hmm. or something again i'm not a huge john <laughs> cena fan and i right. thought he was one of the weaker parts of the suicide squad right. sequel or mm-hmm. if you prequel whatever you want to call it um but there's a moment where he's talking to a class, and oh, I forget the setup because I only watched it one time. But a little girl says something about her mom, and he starts, and he's like, "I I know your mom," and she they connect more and more things, and she goes, "I think you might be my dad." Just <laughs> 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 like when he writes well, he writes really well, and I but and this looks great. Volume yeah. three looks great, but I I just don't always enjoy his. His world building. So I'm interested to see I'm what afraid, he does. I'm with afraid, DC. and maybe I'm being sucked in by the trailer too much, but I'm afraid we're going to have the gut punch of Volume Three of everybody dying. I, like, I would say at least half of them will. Like Rocket, Rocket's going to die. I think that Pete may die because I, I think Chris Pratt may be done, you know, contractually and all that stuff. Uh, I just, I don't, and I don't want to see any of that. You know, and the the thing about comics is it's always Act Two. In a comic book, it's all, and so these characters perpetually live on and on and on, mm-hmm. and you get to live with them, mm-hmm. you know, and because they'll come back, right? And in a movie, you don't really get to do that. Mm-hmm. There's so much I want to talk about when it comes to this Marvel stuff, is, is in in things because, like you just mentioned, Wakanda Forever. I haven't seen it, but like, I have a real problem with not just recasting T'Challa. Um, I I can't imagine that Chadwick Boseman, and I understand. I are you, how spoiled are you on? The I'm pretty events? spoiled. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I like, I know that what happens in the end credit scene and everything. Um, do you know how he dies and all that? I don't know what the, what his cause okay. of death was in there, but I just think that like, I think that Chadwick Boseman would have said, no, recast that character. Let that character live on. You know what I mean? Like, 
I think the prob I didn't oh is the longest movie I've ever feel like I've ever sat mm-hmm. through. It just didn't like at the two hour mark I was like, we got another fifty minutes of this. Like it just kept it just it dragged and it dragged and it dragged. It feels like a lot of these properties, a lot of these Marvel properties are getting too self important. Yes. Um agreed. I I didn't have a problem with how they handled it. Mm-hmm. What I wish they had done is gone, hey, why don't we not do this for three or four more years? Yeah. Yeah. And then tell this story or right. something. What they tried to do was make a, a Namor movie, mm-hmm. right? And just feature Wakanda because they couldn't make which, they couldn't make a Namor movie on his own. Which, like, and let me ma- let me make something clear: the casting of that of Namor fine with me. The actor fine with me. The look of him fine. I don't care. The backstory, the changing backstory and changing, and everything. Or that. that's not Namor. Like Namor is the king of Atlantis. Yeah. It is, you know, yeah. and to have a whole different underwater area yeah, to have all this stuff. To me, I'm like, he's Namor, name only. Yeah, you know, and and I don't and, and somewhat of look right. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, it's it's totally. And so, and I get like, I love the wings on the feet. I love all that stuff, you know. But I, it felt disrespectful to me not anymore but the movie itself in a way and i know that everybody involved knew him and 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 they know better than i do but watching it and especially watching that opening scene i felt awkward well and also i'm one of the rare people that say recast carrie fisher back in you know for rise of skywalker if you're going to have leia be part of the thing you know figure out a way to recast this role in a respectful way because you know the, the, at some point, the character has to be not more important, but has to be bigger than the than actor the portraying actor it. Itself. You know, it, it has to be almost. That's why I feel like you know Robert Downey Jr. as great as he was as Iron Man. If he don't want to be Iron Man anymore, let's not kill him off. Let's recast. You know, let's let's James Bond this thing. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I it. It suffered from a lot. Yeah, the, the second one. I, yeah. I enjoyed it on its merits, but I, I, I was emotionally drained when I mm-hmm. got out of that yeah. movie. Yeah, you know what has surprisingly held up to me. But I feel like that me? happens a lot with Marvel movies. Now. You know what has surprisingly held up to me is Batman v Superman. That's not a movie it's been that a I enjoyed. Long time since I've watched. I it. watched it last year, and I'm like, this isn't as bad as I remember it being. You watched the 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 real the good cut, right? Not the. You watch the ultimate, the R-rated. Cut, yeah, right? the, the yeah. whatever the extended version yeah. was. Yeah, the good version, I guess. But, but I couldn't tell version. you what was added and what wasn't. All of Clark's and Lois's storyline is flushed out, mm-hmm. flushed out with uh, mm-hmm. their investigation into what happened, right, and, and all right. that stuff, yeah. and in his research on Batman. That's and, right, and all that stuff yeah. is, and Lex's stuff is. But even like more. Eisenberg's Luthor, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I, this is more palatable to me now because I can. Because mm-hmm. I've been there, you know, but I also like his whole motivation and everything. Anyway. Well, we never really even got into Snyder Cut. We never really talked about. Well, if you want to talk about self-indulgent filmmaking. <laughs> True that. The, you know what? Um, when anybody ever asked me if it, which one I liked better, I'm like, well, it's like Roadkill. Do you want to look at Fresh Roadkill or do you right. want to look at Did you see Decaying? Black Adam? No. Oh, Black Adam is, it's your typical superhero fair. I heard you know, it's like a 2002 superhero movie. In a lot of ways. Yeah. But there's some neat stuff. I mean, whoever thought we'd see Dr. Fate in live action? Yeah, whoever thought you'd see Pierce Brosnan rocking up? And and he does a great job. Yeah. He does a great job with kind of that tortured, you know, almost dual thing going on and, and what happens to him. The Rock is actually... You mentioned John Cena earlier and having a hard time with John Cena. Somehow, The Rock has 
in many, he's Dwayne Johnson now, you know, like, well, my issue with them are kind of the same thing. I don't see when Tom Hanks is in a role, I, he disappears. He's, he's a character. He's actor. whatever role yeah. I'm watching. When I'm watching The Rock, I'm watching The Rock. But The Rock is a modern day Schwarzenegger in a lot of ways. Like when you watch Probably, Terminator, yeah. you see Schwarzenegger. When you watch Commando, you see Schwarzenegger. Yeah. When you watch Predator, it's Schwarzenegger. Um, but the I think The Rock has a little bit more acting chops than, than Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Black Adam was it was a fun good romp. I and I do know what happens. Yeah. Do you know? The, the sound that's being made when know. it happened. That, to I've me, seen that scene. To me, I was like, and the, again, the, uh, oh, yeah, the curl, the curly cue. Yeah. Well, and, and to me, I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, I'm just glad to know he's back. And Hopefully, apparently, doing a movie with him, apparently. There's some debate on whether or not anything has actually been Cavill signed. versus Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Superman versus Superman. All right. Let's talk this Indiana Jones thing here. I miss the desert. Love the solid stuff. I miss the sea. I wonder if... I miss waking up every morning. Some of these things they're showing, I'm wondering if they're flashbacks to things that we're supposed to have known about. Like the video game... I think they're incorpor- it seems like they might be incorporating some of those things. Come and gone. Perhaps. Perhaps not. I don't believe in magic. But a few times in my life, I've seen things. Things I can't explain. I've come to believe it's not so much what you believe. It's good, yeah. you believe it. He's going to Luthor's lair there. This is a funny bit here at the end. I'm her godfather. Get back. Phoebe Waller Bridge could sideswipe me with a Chevy Suburban <laughs> and I would I would apologize to her. I would thank her. You would be the minion for yeah. Oh, I love her. Oh, okay. I love her so much. I'm so glad she's in this. I um I think she did great things for No Time to Die. Yeah. I hadn't I haven't seen No Time to Die. What? You know, she rewrote it. I'm ashamed that I haven't seen it. You should be. But it is Christmas time, so it's James Bond time. So it's James you know. Bond time. Um You gotta get on that. Here I the visuals in this thing I love. I you know, I I'm not a fan of the name per se, Dial of Destiny. That's gotta settle in feels with like me a little one better. Of the book titles or, or it does, yeah, or a comic yeah. book title. Yeah, it feels really weird. But so did Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And so felt like a video game Kingdom title. Of the, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yes. It but it felt like So you go through Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull felt more like in the vein of Temple of the Doom. Like a yep. little bit bigger than an element. The Last Crusade. Last Crusade feels like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so this feels like 
something a little bit different from all of it, you know. And I told him, I'm like, it sounds like they're just using old rotary phone. <laughs> the dial of destiny. The lottery numbers are. <laughs> I've got the destiny. I've listen. They called me Sala. I've got the winning numbers. Indy um, has to do with the moon landing. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I set didn't know 1969. That. Okay, so that was what I was going to ask you. Do you know when it's set? Uh, it's not set 1969, which I haven't done the math, but I believe sets it... 14 years or so after the last after one. After 08. Yeah, so after I don't know how... King, King of the Crystal Skull was, was in the 50s, 50, wasn't it? It was 50s, Yeah, because Mutt was a greaser and, right. and leather jacket and all that. Um, Plot-wise, I don't know I don't know what happened. Right. So, you know, obviously, he got married at the end of... Yeah, uh, to Marion. Right. Uh, I hope they've not uh, Adrianed her and killed no. her off. Uh, or uh, I hope they haven't Leonhond them and broken them up. I, I feel I like that's probably that's what's probably happened. it. But I don't like that kind of stuff. It's like either. I've heard. See, I heard Dial of Destiny months ago, and I mm -hmm. thought it was fake. Yeah. So and it was real. Yeah, it sounds fake. Um, I've heard she's in it. Okay, good. So yeah. I don't know if that's real or not. Yeah. There's been a lot of Indiana false Jones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Gosh, I love those movies. Yeah. By the way, um, so I don't know, I don't know what the explanation you, for Shia is. You don't like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I do like Kingdom. I of do the Crystal too. Skull. Okay. Um, I I feel like, um, the only part I don't like about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is the swinging on the vines. the monkeys. Yeah. I don't really have a huge problem with Shia. I hate that they kind of tr were trying to shoehorn him into that role. Right. Like it, it felt like and it, it, it needed Indy more in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, I have more issue with him than I do the plot of sure. the actual Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I never really understood. I guess it's just Indian aliens or interdimensional mm -hmm. beings. Like I, I, I get people getting hung but up on that. But it's also, but I, it was also the natural progression of where those movies were because you know in you had your mystical stuff and your serialized kind of storytelling well, from the 30s and the 40s well you get into a 1950s B movie 1950s that's exactly B movie what is did. what's going on yeah and and to me if you i don't understand the suspension of disbelief because if you believe that there's a 700 year old knight in a cave how is that any different than if believing? you believe a golden box can be opened up and well if for an atheist come out, yeah, for, yeah for the ark of yeah. the covenant to be like that well the shankara stones you know yeah. the temple of doom that so sort of I thing don't, i don't i yeah the, i don't think anyone can say well i couldn't suspend my disbelief yeah. I ne I'd never like that argument now at all. the the assumption with this one is time travel that's what I'm thinking dial of destiny you know like a sundial mm -hmm. kind of thing and then and then I was thinking I was actually just thinking as we were watching it just then are these flashbacks or is this actually well some of it is going through and, and you know it's Nazis again in this one which leads me Mads, to believe maybe time Mads, travel but Mads looks just like another character from like, the indie franchise Mads Mikkelsen is uh -huh. that who he is he looks uh -huh. like Tote a little uh -huh. bit doesn't he yeah so there some people think that he is playing his son Maybe there's Coming something for, there's something that some hands are reaching to pick up at one point that looked like a big version of that medallion mm -hmm. from the mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. that Abner had. I'm looking mm -hmm. for the mm -hmm. you know where's Abner? Yeah, you know, and and so I don't know. And, I, and who is you know he's her godfather? So yeah, Helena. so who does so she belong to? Is she Brody's to? daughter? Like where right. does that come in? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. To or is she solid? You know, yeah. it, I don't know. But the um. Here's the things that I hope don't happen. I don't want her to be replacing Indiana Jones. I don't think that Indiana would happen Jones. because I don't think that's really in her. In the same way that house. I didn't want Shia LaBeouf to be replacing Indiana no, Jones. No. Indiana Jones. 
Um, the other thing that that really just it turns me off to this trailer is I'm really kind of over slowing down the big themes to try to get an emotional reaction. Mm -hmm. You know, how, they did it with Star Wars eight times. You know, throughout the course of the sequel trilogy yeah. and everything. And I'm just like, all right, we've done this Lucasfilm. Y'all can do. Like, I think it would have been just as impactful to as they're doing all this stuff and you get the speech and when they hit the the slow dun, 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 just hit the dun, dun 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 you know just hit it big normal speed and mm -hmm. i think it would have given me more of a charge than because i don't know because that dun, 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 that that last those right. last notes that they did there i was like mm -hmm, yeah I, I like that I, honestly seeing sala is what really charged me up yeah. you know and he's like is it over into you know like i miss all these you know yeah, and i miss the um, gosh i love sala in mm -hmm. in both of the movies he was in mm -hmm. so much you know and um but this is your of, of these this is your least but it didn't do to. anything really to pump me up is it it's, your is it your last jedi and rise of skywalker fatigue that kind of makes you feel yeah i think i don't way? i don't think i trust lucasfilm yeah yeah no. i hate it i want to you know I'm, i i have seen harrison ford now get emotional twice mm -hmm. over this movie oh wow okay to where he writes up to where you know somebody okay, asks but then also here then this is what that's what this tells me though great we get to see another one of our heroes die does he die or does he go on to his next great adventure i don't care how metaphorical you get with it Derek. <laughs> i don't i don't think it will be dead body indie lane somewhere i think you'll see something mm. I hope so. I think I would, you'll see him walk off into the sunset, but it may not be his well, physical body walking let's, off. Into let's the, be honest about something. When it comes to perfect endings of a series, Last Crusade, as they're literally riding off mm -hmm, into the sunset, mm -hmm. you we didn't we didn't need Kingdom of the Crystal right. Skull. We don't we don't need, need this. Well, if this redeems Indy in the minds of some people oh, so, after yeah. after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I'm all for that. I don't like that people really bang on Kingdom so hard. You know. Like, even the refrigerator thing, it's like, wait a minute, this is a dude who fell out of a plane in a rubber raft, hit a mountain, and survived with a with an Asian child and a woman that was I singing. Think, I think a lot of people don't understand that it was trying to be a 50s B right. movie. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what it was. But the thing is, it's like, there's, there is nothing in these movies that led, before the, before the exploding, you know, before the refrigerator, there's nothing in these movies that lend itself to credibility you know no the tank goes over the side how did he hang on you know yeah. come on now let's the submarine just... how did he yeah oh the, that's, yeah. that's the other thing yes yeah, yeah, there he is there and it's he like, is it's like did he held his water for uh, he held his breath underwater for how long it, right did yeah. did they go underwater did yeah. that submarine end up diving what you know and so yeah there's a lot that you're being asked to suspend disbelief with and I think it was just, I think it's just the culture and the time to be like, well, that is you know, and I'm, yeah. I'm just like, I, I'll take it. We you were know? trashing everything else around 08, right. 09, 07, yeah. whenever that was. Yeah, so. I'll take it. You know, I, I'm, I was there. I just remember watching that movie in the theater and just realizing midway through I had this stupid grin on my face. I just felt like a kid again. I just was watching, happy watching it. And I never was old enough to see. I don't know if I saw Last Crusade in theaters or not. I can't remember. I think I did. I had them all on VHS, and I'd watch Gosh. them over and over again. I loved Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. And I never got to watch the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Well, you know, there's one episode with Harrison. 
Right. He's playing the old saxophone. And uh, but then there's also an episode with old old Indy. Is that where he's playing the saxophone? No, it's okay. uh, uh, um but he's like I mean, well, he's probably the age Harrison is now, <laughs> right. but he's lost an who eye. Knew he, who knew he'd age so well? He's lost an eye. Okay. And bonus points if he loses an eye in this one for that, because yeah. he's got an eye patch on in the show. But anyway, I, I grew up on that mess, mm-hmm. loving it. Uh, so to see Harrison get emotional, because mm-hmm. when you ask him a Star Wars question, his answer is, who the hell cares? You right, know, most right. of the time. I mean, he's he's owning his bit that he's been doing for that for he's always decades. He's always liked Indiana Jones more than he liked Yeah, Han, but Han I mean, Solo. when he introduced that trailer, when it leaked, yeah. uh, wherever it was. From Brazil. Remember, CinemaCon or Brazil, yeah. I don't remember. Like, he was crying. Wow. Like, I've watched the video. He he was choking up, had, had tears coming down. Well, sure. Okay. But, um, <laughs> Callista slipped it to him. But yeah. I, um... That's how she says so thin. But I, I, I've i got a lot of faith in this one, I feel like. I also love the, the I forget, is it Mangold or Mangold? I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the guy that directed Logan mm-hmm. is the one that's doing this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think he's a great director. Well, he's good at killing classic characters off. Um, the guy that wrote it has a, what is his name? It's a. It it's, wasn't a Kasdan, was it? Because Lord no, knows no, no, those no, Kasdans no, no, have no, their hands no, no, on everything. No. It's, and, um, it's, um. What is his name? And then I looked at what else he had wrote, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, oh, vamp for me, Steve. Well, I just i i, I want to be more excited about that, but I think you're right. I think it's a little bit of fatigue of Jez Butterworth. That's not a real. name. That is his real name. Is he the heir to the Mrs. Butterworth fortune? <laughs> See, the heir to the syrup fortune. Jez Butterworth and his brother John Henry Butterworth wrote this john henry john henry butterworth um what did i see that he wrote and i was like oh okay he wrote edge of tomorrow which i loved oh yeah die repeat um yeah live die repeat live die repeat yeah. had a different name edge of yeah that was a good movie man that was like um it was like groundhog day and space battles yeah, yeah, yeah. i loved that it. movie I didn't get that the love really that it deserved um he also wrote ford versus ferrari which I did not see, but the same I didn't see, but I heard good things direct, about it. Yeah. Yeah. This same guy directed, that did Logan, directed that as well. I'm looking really forward to it. Yeah. Him being 80 years old. Uh, <laughs> you know, for a while there, I was like, he's going to do this again? And then all of a sudden, now he's Thunderbolt. That's what I want. Uh, and I'm like, he's going to be Red Hulk at 80? When you told me, when you remember, I, you even said, when you sent me that text, said, hey, it's confirmed he's Thunderbolt Ross. I said, good. Well, because we talked about it weeks before right. where he was rumored, and we were kind of batting around yeah. who we thought would and be I the said, better Ross. And I said, great, now do Black Panther. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I said, I think he's too old to do that, Steve. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. So Sean Connery was only 59 when he was in Last Crusade. Holy crap. Because that was 89. So you know, so he was probably 58 when he was filming it. How old's Rudd now? 50? 50? Yeah. I'm always, I love that whole thing about him being the... the, the him being older than... Uh, Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. And Cocoon, the, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And he's looking like he's 70-something years old in that movie. Harrison Ford is now how old? He's 79, isn't he? Or 80? 42. So I can't do that math. 
That's 80. That's 80. 42 to 2002 is 60 plus 20. So he is... He's got to quit flying. He's 20 years older than Sean yeah. Connery was. In Last Crusade. In Last Crusade. Man. 80 years old, July 13th. Wow. That's... And he's going to be... And apparently he's president in... in uh, Thunderbolts. In Thunderbolts. Or no, I guess he's maybe president in New World Order in Captain America 4. Whatever all that mess is. Yeah. That's he, his first. That's the first one. He's in Captain America 4. I mean, good good cast in there, Disney. He <laughs> playing with borrowed time. <laughs> I hate to well, say Well, I'm not sure if he's going to be Red Hulk. I'm not sure he's lasting long. Yeah, well, if he's Red Hulk, he doesn't really have to do much. Yeah. Except show up and Is get he doing some... the mocap. Or I just... doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. But I look more power to him. I'm glad he's excited about it. I'm glad that he's happy about it. I want to. I want to get an idea of what the plot is. So, like when we get a full trailer, you know, and you get a little bit more. Yeah, of the, kind of the, the teaser the trailer idea of the plot. And you understand yeah. what I, what artifact they're after right. and what the Nazis have to do right. with. Apparently, the Nazis have something to do with the space landing. And wow, well, what well, are they still lo- doing around in the sixties? I'm a lot of German living in Argentina. A lot of German scientists. That's right. They came and worked with, on the rocket. Yeah, program. came and worked yeah. on the Apollo, you know, program. So yeah. that, that's going to all tie in somewhere. Michael Nip says Harrison Ford is so old he crashes rascals now. <laughs> well, the bo- he's got to quit flying. Yeah, he worries me. Well. Um, dude, uh, here's what's going to happen for those of you who are listening via the podcast feed. We've got a hot tub to get into, not me and Derek, but I've got a, uh, I, I present to you, ladies and gentlemen, Dave Jones in the hot tub. Um, so because we've got to get Derek out Can of I here. get in the hot tub later? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. It'll be later this month. So you're good. I'll to go. just, well, I'll just wait. I'll just sit here. <laughs> Pruny. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, so here is Dave Jones in the hot tub with yours truly. Welcome to the Hot Tub Geek Machine, the more relaxing side of Geek Out Loud. In the hot tub today is Dave Jones. Dave is the former co-host of the Vortex podcast, DC on DC, and of course, the perpetually on hiatus, Mark Out Loud, the wrestling podcast of the Goliverse that ran for over 100 episodes. Dave can currently be heard monthly on Patreon talking over movies along with me. What fun we have. As Dave and I take it easy in preparation to watch a movie together, we discuss watching wrestling as kids, music, Dave's grunge roots, even Star Wars gets discussed a little bit. It's a true episode of Geek Out Loud from a Hot Tub. Transformers the movie gets a mention. We talk about how good the Vortex was. So that means you're going to get Doctor Who, just a shout out, all kinds of fun things. Follow Dave on social media at the Dave M. Jones. The M stands for man. There you will see that he replies to tweets that ask questions that Dave feels like he must answer. Dave is also quite active in the Goliverse Facebook group. 
tweet at him or tag him in a post. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. Listen closely for my favorite part of the discussion as Dave makes an accidental fart joke. I would say it's when he speaks highly of me, but getting him to do that was like pulling teeth. I'm always happy to have Dave on any of the Goliverse shows, but I'm even more happy to call him friend. And we all thank him for joining me in the Hot Tub Geek Machine. If you really want to get Dave riled up, talk about Zack Snyder's DC movies. But be a tiny bit critical. Dave is a friend to the end. Unlike this music, which doesn't seem to want to end. Dave really is a great guy. I think this is the end now. Of the music, not the podcast. It's just getting started. So one of the things that... um, is always kind of amazing to me when I think of, well, not amazing, but is neat to me to think about is we're, our ages aren't that much different. I'm, how old are you? 41. So we're about four years apart in age. Mm-hmm. And, and you grew up in the same region of Georgia that I did as a, as a little kid. And, and there's a lot of shared experiences that we have based on, television stations that we watched and that sort of thing you know like you remember the joe pettacino wrestling show and um and and that sort of thing and and then to to kind of be brought together you all right there oh yeah okay i don't know what that was i got some uh i got some water on my glasses here oh that's not good well that happens um but then but then to kind of meet years later as as adults you know because of all this stuff it's just every now and again I just remember I'm like Dave Jones watched this stuff on the same channel that I watched this stuff and and yeah. that's that's always yeah. kind of a neat thought to me yeah and I've thought like I've thought that before about you know people people uh, you know you meet later in life and you're like gosh we were in the same area mm-hmm. and, then, and then of course when we were doing our show Mark Out Loud you know right talking about the wrestling especially yeah yeah that because nobody at my school watched Joe Petticino on Saturday night. That's crazy, man. I can't believe that. I can't believe that one bit. Well, you know, let's put it this way. Nobody was bragging about it. Right. I'm the guy that when I saw, you know, VHS and Ingalls, like blank VHS uh, tapes and Ingles, yeah, yeah. begged my dad to buy me some or buy me one. Just to... I'd fill it. Yeah, and I'd just fill it with Joe Petticino. Who all? Who do you remember? Who he had on that show? I, I remember. Yeah, it, it, his wife. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, what, what territories? Because I remember, oh, yeah. I remember all I could ever really watch of it because I, my bedtime on Saturday nights was ten, mm-hmm. and he would start at nine, and he started with UWF. Like my the the most wrestling that I watched was UWF until. Probably until I was like eleven or twelve, and we were down in South Georgia, and had, and and I'd I'd watch it on TBS. For whatever reason, yeah. I didn't get to watch six oh five on TBS as a kid in Athens, Georgia. But man, UWF 
on Saturday nights at nine, I was there. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm, because of that four-year age gap, I probably came on a little later than you watching it. Right. But the ones I really remember are like world class. Yeah. But like world class at that point was becoming like USWA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they had the merger, and then uh, they had the WWF Wrestling Challenge. Yeah, came on, and that they might have one good match out of that whole while. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, um, and then they had WCW Pro or something like that. Okay, um, all right. The whatever the syndicated deal was. Yeah, syndicated, and that would be sometimes you'd get something good on there. Like I remember, you know, I would watch six oh five, and then after six oh five, there might be an hour in between that and when Joe started, and. Yeah. Um, my dad is like, you've been watching wrestling. I mean, I can't tell you how many, heard, how many times I heard, you've been watching wrestling all night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's what that's what I did. I mean, I do remember them showing stuff like um, crazy stuff, like Jimmy Snuka in Japan wrestling. Wow. Like, this was, wow. And that's like the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, that's, see that? That's what the tapes were for. Yeah, that so would have like, been. I would stay up, and then I would run the tape until right. a certain time. Yeah. That would have been after I was out of, you know, out of North Georgia down into South Georgia and, and could no longer have that. It was just, but, you know, you think about, like, even the shared experience, like the four years difference, because we're watching 85, 86, and I think it was UWF. I think he had WWF on at that time. He had something with NWA at that point. Yeah. Um, and I believe it used to come on... Um, uh, he had like a whole opening that was like the, the song "I Need a Hero" from. Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. by Bonnie was Tyler. In, wasn't it done in that like um, laser show type thing where? I, yeah, uh, I, I, for some reason I have this vague image, Dave, of horses running. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. It was, and it's just it's so funny to think of WATL TV thirty six mm-hmm. is what that was on. Was that a UHF channel? I believe so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that classic stuff, man. That was just, it, it was, I, you know, of course, with the, with the territory days, you know, stuff like that could work. You couldn't do something like that nowadays. I maybe, no. maybe, but I mean, it'd be such poor produced indie type stuff, you know. Um, you know, I, I, I don't. I do, I do remember in the mid '90s. You know, you had to stay up on Fridays to watch ECW. That was like a, you know, you had to stay up at a certain time, depending on your area, to see ECW television. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they started running these this like crazy territory, like uh, Music City Wrestling. Yeah. Um, and there was some other stuff, and they would just—I remember there just be garbage death matches mainly. Mm. Um, but like. I guess, you know, because I was a teenager, and, you know, the, the the Monday Night Wars had, like, reinvigorated wrestling. Right, you know, like right. Everybody was into wrestling. Um, I felt like I never really dipped out of it completely. I mean, I certainly paid less attention to it at certain points. But, yeah. Um, really, when Nitro started, I started really getting back into it heavy. Sure, uh, yeah. And then, of course, from the NWO and all that. But, but yeah, I just, I remember, I don't know now if you can do it. I know um, AXS for a while did like New Japan mm-hmm. and then they would run like 
the women, the WOW wrestling, women's of wrestling. Yeah. And I, think, I always thought that was a neat combo. Do, I think they um, still do New Japan, don't they? They might. I, 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 unfortunately, uh, my current cable system does not have it. <laughs> so. Which, that's a cool channel, man. Yeah, I know. All the then, music. My brother's always like, turn on AXS, they're showing this. And I'm like, bro, I don't have it. Yeah, that's a, that's, a cool, that's a cool channel with like all the music documentaries and concerts and stuff that they do. That, that's another thing. Like, it, it was... Like we met at Dragon Con, like in '08 or whatever it was, and um, and and then you know getting to know one another. Like I, you were just the sci-fi guy for the longest time, you know, be- yeah. because of the podcast you had and everything. But then, like you start bringing music to the table, and you're like, you know, you of course you're smashing pumpkins. You know, you're their number one fan or whatever, <laughs> and <laughs> and but to be clear, I love. All types of rock, right? Right. Oh yeah, I know. I was, I was just I, the Smashing Pumpkin thing's just funny. I was just throwing that out as a joke, but like, no, like I remember you. Um, I, I, I have this image of us riding around South Georgia, and me being like, "Yeah, this is the Pumpkin's latest album," and you were showing me this. Um, I guess there was a road you guys used to drive down, mm-hmm. and you could kick it real quick, and you go over a hill, and it was like fun to drive fast right right yeah yeah i remember you took me down there and i remember us blasting that smashing pumpkin yeah i was probably like maybe i can make the cd skip if i keep yeah, on yeah i know you're probably like i'll be playing yeah. this crap yeah but no you're like you're you you've got a you've got a pretty eclectic taste in music you know and and because like you'll throw on some Jimi hendrix too at the same you know like you like you're not you're not a music snob i wouldn't think i wouldn't say you know, no, I, I actually last weekend I went to see Driving and Crying, which is a oh wow, Georgia-based band. Yeah, um, I've seen them three times this year, and I've just every single time I've loved it. And they a lot of times they do these smaller shows, so mm-hmm. that's why it's important to go. Yeah, but uh, my brother and I went, and it was actually in Athens. This place called the Southern Brewer. Oh, nice, nice. Driving and it crying. Was fun. I mean, there was a lot of UGA fans there, I guess, because it was homecoming. Yeah, yeah. But we still had a blast. So yeah, so yeah. But that, I mean, yeah, and they play. What do they play? They play like alternative country type music, country rock. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have like a real heavy song. I don't know. It's it's to me and and you know, when I was growing up. I mean, when I was when I was in my in the nineties. Of course, stuff like Nirvana and stuff it was hitting the scene, and that right. that was definitely my music. Nirvana, Pearl Jam. So you were you were into that um, you were into that scene then the grunge stuff. You were there for I it. Was yeah, okay. dressed like that and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh really? You you rocked the flannel and the ripped jeans and all. Rock the flannel and the ripped jeans, yeah, and the boots, Doc Martin boots. Nice. Um, Look at you. You know, I never got into drugs or anything. Right. I mean, like just well, that, Dave. Hey, Dave, that's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> I mean, don't say it. Let's just say this. Right then, Dave, you said that with such disappointment in your voice. You were like, well, I mean, I never got into drugs or anything. I guess I didn't want to paint the picture that I was some angsty teen because I was still making really good grades. Sure. That was was how I expressed myself or whatever. Um, But yeah, that was my scene. But prior to that, I'd been really into like REM. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, my brother had Guns N' Roses, uh, Appetite for Destruction. I loved that um, and stuff like that. So 
you know, and then as I've got older, actually within the last, I want to say the last two years, I've been listening to um, Hair Metal, which is a station, or Hair Nation. Yeah. I guess the station on XM. Yep, yep. And I just really enjoy the hair metal sometimes. That's just like a, it's just easy to listen to. Mm -hmm. You know. It's, 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 it's un- nice rock music or it, something. You know, it's so unfortunate that, be- that it became kind of a joke, uh, that hair metal became kind of a joke for a while because the, it, it, because, of the, because of the fact that it became like a joke, it's almost like people forgot that it take you know, that these people had actual talent. You know, when, when, you, think of, when you think of like a C.C. DeVille, man, dude can shred. Um, you know, same thing with like a, w- 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 well... With, you know, my go-to is always Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. those guys are are talented from the word go. Absolutely. And you know, and I think they would get for the longest time would be classified under that whole hair band kind of thing, as much as anybody. You know, and even groups like you know Twisted Sister and, mm. um, gosh, like I'll go with even the Christian route with Striper. You listen, oh, yeah. dude. You listen to some old Striper, and 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 Michael Sweet has pipes on him that are just almost unparalleled when it comes to you know metal vocalist. Yeah, and and he has maintained them pretty well to this day, which is you know that's an oddity. But they, you know, as as crazy as they were, and as as much as they were seen in the same venues as some other you know hard rock, heavy metal, hair band people. You know, Striper didn't get into all the hard living that these other guys right. did. You know, so right. it's it's really it, it's it to me. I think that's an underrated genre. And honestly, I'm coming to the point that I think disco is an underrated genre. Really? Yeah. So, are you like BGS, or is there someone that you're really drawn to? <laughs> well, uh, it began with. Have you seen that BGS documentary that's on HBO Max? Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it really kind of started there with those guys, because with, with that, with that, because I'm like, you know, here guys that they had these tight harmonies for years, and then when the dudes like, let me sing in this falsetto on this one song, and they found this new sound that they could do, and still keep these super tight harmonies and everything, like they wanted it to be about the music, and because of the backlash against disco. You know, they're driven into the underground and songwriting and that sort of thing. And they wrote some amazing stuff, you know, when it was all said and done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you think of, like, someone like ABBA. You know, ABBA is going to be very popcorn, fluffy kind of stuff. But, again, those tight harmonies. To me, it's a lot about the vocals. Those aren't auto-tuned people. You know what I mean? Like... Right. And, and and today, the, you know, the sound of pop music today, it's all auto-tuned and everything else. Yeah. That wasn't what... And so we give disco crap, but it wasn't electronic music. It wasn't... No. You know, they yeah. weren't playing over tracks and drum loops. You know, there was someone really there on the hi-hat and the, you know, the snare doing their thing, you know, to get those tracks laid down. And then what's amazing, there was that one scene where they talked about looping that rhythm and how they just absolutely... They just taped it... And, and laid out the tape, you know, the reel-to-reel, and looped. It was one of the first loops they were talking about. You know, it's probably one of the first loops anyone ever did, is we took this drum beat and we just recorded it and taped it onto itself again and again and again and looped this thing. Um, that's, I mean, that's fascinating. You know, that's like there was work. You, you don't think about, I think, sometimes the work that goes into... Um, 
into just about anything like that, especially in those analog days of music. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I, that's what I find fascinating about the Beatles, like post when they quit touring and they were just doing albums. Yeah. You know, Sgt. Pepper and all that. They were adding these like crazy loops and and uh, they would play. I mean, there's a there's a track on Revolver called "I'm Only." Uh, was it? I'm only. Yeah, I'm only sleeping. And the guitar solo is a really nice guitar solo. But John Lennon, I guess they told him to put the tape in for this, for this thing, and he put it in backwards. Oh. And when it played backwards, they liked the sound of that. And so if you listen to that song, when it gets to the guitar solo, it's playing backwards. Oh, wow. It sounds so bizarre. It's like you could never probably replicate that if yeah. you tried. Yeah. You know, just, just they had the guy, George Martin, who produced a ton of their albums and you know, he would add all the orchestra stuff and the different sounds. And, you know, famously at the end of, um, what was it, uh, uh, Day in the Life, the end of um, Sergeant Peppers, he had all four Beatles standing in the same big, huge room. And they all had uh, pianos and they all hit the same key at the exact same time. And if you turn that track up all the way, it's the very last note of the song. Mm-hmm. They hold it. You can hear things rattling on the table. It's awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. But stuff like that, sometimes it's fun to geek out to because, um, because like you were talking about the analog days and stuff like that. And, and now everything, a lot of times I feel like it's overproduced and so polished that it leaves little, um, it doesn't leave a lot of creativity when you're listening to it. Yeah. Know? Yeah, and and the thing is, I th- I don't know if people realize or not. I know some of like the people who listen to Geek Out Loud stuff know that like you were doing podcasting way back when the rest of us were doing podcasting as well. Like when we started doing Mark Out Loud, you weren't a newcomer to the whole no, podcasting yeah. thing. You yeah. you've done the Vortex and stuff. The Vortex, yeah. How long yeah, did that go on? <laughs> um. I think we went pretty strong for about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it just, the wheels fell off. And you, What I liked about that show, and I've told you this before, what I liked about that show was that you guys didn't find yourself in a, uh, in a Star Wars, you know, hole. You didn't find yourself right. in a Star Trek hole. Like, you guys were, were pretty reverent to all realms of sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, we, we did a whole episode on the Orson Welles War of the Worlds yeah. radio program. Yes, broadcast. yeah, that was that was a really good episode, as I recall. Yeah. Is it so, is it crazy to you to think that Orson Welles' last thing that he did was voice Unicron? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard him talk about that? No. Uh, so he um, famous, I don't know if it's famously, but there was an interview I was reading with him toward the end of his life. Right. He was like... Um, I've just done this movie um, about uh, little toy figures doing doing terrible things to each other or something. <laughs> and it was just the way he said it. Like he didn't have a clue what he was doing. I just uh, I just did a movie about little toys that yeah. do terrible things to one another. Terrible, terrible, terrible things yeah. to one another. <laughs> like. Just kind of a, I you, don't know, just just you know, really breaking it down to it. You like show me a, bones. you show me a toy that does that, and I'll, well, I won't go there on the. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I really wish movies or uh, animated movies would make a comeback like that. And I don't know that Transformers was uber popular. But yeah. As a as a kid, it was just. 
Oh, the the Transformers movie I think was well I don't know I don't I don't you know I've never looked and I and, and of course not going to now but I I can't imagine I remember seeing commercials I remember talking about it you know with with the, with with other friends and everything like I I do remember you know how what a big deal it was. And is Optimus Prime dead and all that good stuff, you know, like, um, I I remember the conversations we had and and could not get over the fact that, wow, I can't believe they killed Optimus. And I remember all the Transformers changing at the time, that sort of thing. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to get back real quick to the Vortex, though, and and Mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit because I was it was neat to me to find out because most of my listeners in those days came from um, from Starkville's House of L. Yeah. And you were like, no, I was listening to you before you were on shoe. <laughs> I did. And I, I was like, wow. I listened to, it might've been the second geek out loud ever. Yeah. And I went back and listened to the first one and I just, probably your accent and the way you, I mean, the way you could, t- the way you could hold my attention and it was just you, right? I mean, yeah, it was just me. There was no one else there for sure. Yeah. And I actually had interacted with you on your website mm. about the incredible Hulk. Yes, sir. Uh, um, I forgot exactly how it went. It was something about how I had heard they were putting the Lonely Man theme in the Incredible Hulk movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you and I went back and forth, and then, you know, I think I found you on Facebook at some point, and I was like, <laughs> hey, man, I live in Loganville. Where do you, you know, because I knew you lived in right, Georgia. Right, right. you were like, yeah, I'm about three hours south of you, buddy. Yeah, that, <laughs> well, and you remember, I mean, that was a nothing-happening little town, man. Right. So, and then, so I had to do something as an outlet for my geekdom at that point. And of course, you know, I, I love it. I mean, I like, I, I love that you had that yeah. because there was and is, as you well know, experts everywhere on this stuff. But right. what we didn't have is an ambassador for the fan, right. so to speak. Wow. You know? And I feel like you kind of filled that role. Well, my thing was, it's like, I, and I don't know, I feel like the idea of positivity has gotten turned into something completely different today, too. Um, my thing was, is it really came down to a review I saw of X-Men 3 that really got all over me. Because mm-hmm. I was like, it wasn't that bad. It had its mm-hmm. flaws, but it wasn't that bad. And so I needed an outlet to, to kind of say my piece. you know. And in those days, it was the Wild West of podcasting and everything. And, and so you know, I, I, had, I could kind of get a platform going and, and do that stuff. But, um, but today, positivity has turned into, if you don't agree with me, you're being negative. Or if you, have, exactly. if you have a criticism of something, you're being negative. And that's unfortunate. And it's also unfortunate that everybody is an expert. You know? Everybody, yeah. And, well, I, I'll tell you, Dave, on the She-Hulk series, you know, they showed the Wrecking Crew, or I guess what's supposed to be the Wrecking Crew from Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. And, they were, and, and I saw someone talk about how they were a D-list supervillain team. And, and I was just like, no, they're not. You know, these these guys were in the Secret Wars. These right. guys fought Thor. These guys were these guys were formidable opponents to with 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 really some of them interesting backstories, you know. Yeah. And and to be relegated to just a bunch of weird thugs that 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 was the thing I think that really kind of bothered me more than anything in that show was like don't make these guys, these guys aren't a joke. And the fact that they got turned into, and someone who claims to be an expert on this stuff, you know, is like, oh, they're a D-list Marvel supervillain team. They're not D-list by any stretch of the imagination. You know what I mean? When you got, look, how can anyone hate Boba Fett riding on a Rancor? I know. 
Like you I, know, so I feel like, and I really want to do this is I want to go back through and watch them and just for fun, see how it all plays together yeah. and see what I think about it at the end of the second time around. It, like I say, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad at it. You know, there, right. there, there have been things done in star Wars that made me mad and, and I'm not mad at Andor and I'm not mad at book of Boba Fett. You know, I'm just like, well, it is what it is. And now, uh, are you mad at Obi-Wan? Is that what you were? No, I'm not mad. No, no. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the storytelling or the character motivation of, I know this man is absolutely completely evil now. And now I've beaten him down again. Why not kill him? I think he thought he was dead at Revenge of the Sith. Sure. Sure. Well, he was, he, yeah, I think it was a matter of, there's no way he's going to survive this. I'm going to let the force decide. But this next time around is what I'm saying is, is, you know, I may, I made a mistake by not killing him on the shores of Mustafar. Let me kill him now. And I don't understand the character motivation of that. And I'm sure, you know, someone email and tell me, but, um, but I think it was, it would have been much more interesting to see Obi-Wan barely escape with his life. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't have a happy ending if Vader beats him. I know, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's my own. That's yeah. all I'm saying. You know, and there are other there were other things that I didn't care for. I think there was some bad directing and maybe even some bad acting. If I'm being honest, and and when when things like that begin to take me out of Star Wars, there's a problem. Like not even yeah. not even Hayden Christensen took me out of Star Wars in the prequels. You know, well, so <laughs> I I think he, I think it's. I think some of that's really overblown with him. Yeah. That's, you know. Well, anyhow. Um, the well, old joke about one take Lucas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know what, Dave? I'll tell you. Good enough. Good yeah. Enough. Good, it's good enough. That's good enough for me. Well, look, we, I, we let the bubble stop a long time ago, and, and oh, I kept yeah. talking, and I got the obligatory talk good about me in there at some point. So that's what we look for in the hot tub. But thanks for joining me, and uh, I guess I guess we'll get out and dry off and... Let's go watch a bad movie. This has been Hot Tub Geek Machine, a production of Geek Out Loud and its subsidiaries, which include, but are not limited to, The Big Honkin' Show. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time in the hot tub. Derek, I know you've got to get on the road, so uh, you got a party to get. I appreciate you asking me to be your date. I'm sorry, I can't. No, it's fine. It's fine. It, but. but I've got, I've got. It's easier. It's going to be easier for me to be where I need to be on time than it is for you at this point. Nah, so, I'm good. Um, everyone else, thanks for joining us. Listen, if you want to support the shows, here are a couple of ways really quickly. Don't tune out on this. Patreon.com/slash/geekoutloud. Pay the uh, man. <laughs> We've got a lot of cool stuff over there. Movies with Steve, parentheses, and Dave, close parentheses. We just did Willow back in November. Uh, the Hot Tub Geek Machine is there. Lost episodes of The Big Honkin' Show. Derek, I have found files from 2013 of Big Honkin' Show when I was doing it from the house. Stuff you thought you lost? Stuff I thought I lost on the server and just that never, I don't know that it ever got posted or oh, what. Oh, wow. But I'd forgotten. Where's our Phantom Menace? Rewatch. Oh, it's there. It's oh, okay. in the Geek Out Loud feed. I had absolutely forgotten that there was a period of time in there where I would call you every morning on Skype from my house, and you were basically doing the Big Honkin' Show with me. 
I don't remember that at all. Right. You're right. And we had a donut controversy that, that we brought in Brian Q. Miller on because he claimed to be a donut expert. And I have no Tim? <laughs> I have no well, this is all this. big honking show stuff. It doesn't matter. If, and we, so, if we were doing it, he was listening. And so the big honking show would become geek out loud sometimes because it was around the time Man of Steel trailers were dropping and everything in TV. And we would talk for 15, 20 minutes about Man of Steel stuff. And then you'd tell a funny story from work or something and we'd go on. Can we talk about the cult? You remember there being like a like a like a multi level marketing yes, travel because you were working at that you were working yeah, at the yeah, facility at yeah. that point and I kind of do remember this and you were like oh, I just got to let these people in here it's a multi market yeah they got that, beach balls they're standing that's up right. there I kind of yeah, do there was, remember there that was, that was one time though. and then um I think that was one time when Buck was actually in the living room with me but so there's all kinds of stuff that like going back through I'm finding this stuff and I'm like my gosh I forgot all about this. And because it was post, I don't remember. Well, it was post Smallville, and we were trying to figure out what are we going to do together? How are we going to keep this going? And so I would just call you the mornings on Skype. This last episode that I'm editing right now to get put up on the on the uh, on the Patreon, I call you up and the water cuts off. You're like, let me turn the shower off here. I don't remember that. I'm like, did I catch you there? Like, I was just brushing my teeth listening to you. Yeah. Do not remember any of that. That's so fantastic. I didn't remember either. So that's Patreon.com. I'm glad when we're long dead, all yeah. this stuff will still be archival for people to find. Patreon.com slash geek out loud. Also the Amazon links for your Christmas shopping are at uh, geekoutonline.com to geekoutpodcast.com really help. And then finally, you got joint pain, muscle pain, you need some uh, reliefs, maybe some thicker hair, some better skin. Check out the Modere collagen products right now that my wife is actually involved in getting out to you check out her instagram that's at Haley glosson on instagram h-a-y-l-e-y-g-l-o-s-s-o-n and uh see if she can help you out there's always some type of special or deal going you get uh, discounts for being a first timer and that sort of thing so uh so if that's something like that is something you're interested in please check her out h-a-y-l-e-y G-L-O-S-S-O-N on the Instagram. We appreciate it. For everyone else, uh, thank you so much for joining us and being a part of what we've been doing around here. And uh, Derek, I tell you, I can't honestly thank you enough for, for coming and hanging out. It's been so good to I'm, see I'm, you. I mean, it was just good to have lunch and catch up, but this is extra. So. Yeah, well, when you... The bonus. That's not what I wanted. When you said the other day, well, what are we recording? I was like, you want to record? I never dreamed. I never dreamed that would be the case. Yes, let us do this. So, and it has been done. So, are we going to do shoe? Sure, why not? Not now. Not now. Later. When will then be now? Soon. Mm -hmm. Talkville, we're coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. Geekoutonline.com. Geekoutonline at gmail.com, I should say, is the email. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you around the Goldiverse, everybody. (laughs) 